0: Block Talk
1: Radio B.V. is the name, cricket is the game But I don't know how he could play cricket so. He's batting, bowling, feeling, catching, it's breathtaking Sometimes I just wonder if he's a necklover's in the making That man Richard
2: Yes, um, Listen. good evening to all of you in Radio Land And you're listening to
1: The Show We started with
2: a song on the great Sir Vivian Richards Isis Vivian Alexander Richards, See, he has a birthday today, we just want to celebrate his birthday as well, we want to welcome each and every one of you, wherever you are, I want to let you know that the weather in my neck of the woods is splendid, wonderful, and we just hope that wherever you are, that you are indeed having a pleasant weather as we are enjoying
0: over here in the
2: northern part of Florida. Man, Just want to
1: start with
2: the prayer, you know, without prayer, we, we always accept him as being the one who makes it possible for us to broadcast each and every week, and we have to give him thanks and hope that we'll have a wonderful show. Just want to welcome all the ones who are across the world who are listening to us over in India, in Australia, in the Caribbean, Nevis, think it's Nevis, and it's and the followers of us, of our program, each and every Sunday evening over in Antigua, in St. Croix, St. Thomas, you name it, we have it. We have been heard around the world. You too can be with us. You can join us at one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero. 605 9850. We welcome each and every one of you and hope that you will enjoy this evening's show. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. We thank you for your giving us this opportunity to present yet another show. We trust that you will make it possible for us to take it to the end of this three-hour period which we have allotted to it. We thank you for the opportunity to do so and pray you just continue to bless this show, bless all the participants as they come on from time to time. We want to ask you to continue to do your healing touches on some of our brothers and sisters who have been ailing for a while and some I pray today, especially for the family of Rosward Bird. Rosworth is the, my brother-in-law, so to speak, and he has passed on yesterday. He is one who we have asked for your blessings, but you know that you have brought him with you to be in safekeeping. And just may his soul, Lord, rest in peace and rise in glory. We want to re- for you to remember my dear wife, Eunice Francis, my brother, uh, Eugene Francis, my other brother, Dwayne Francis, Dr. Leroy Lashley, Ruby Lodge, Ma Ruby, Gobel Francis, my sister, Wentworth Francis, Murchis Nisbet, Ralston Otto, Elkemida Willett, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Connie Whitley, Dennis Kelman, Isilma Cornelius, Ellie Matt, Willis Daniels, Mona Daniel, Philmore Moore and just as we said before, Roswood Bird, one who we often pray for, he has left us. We also want you to remember our dear brother Renford Door over there in, in Nevis as he struggles with ill health as well. So we just thank you for what you've done for us, for them, and hope that you'll just continue to bless them and heal them as we go along. Lord, we pray for the ones who are helping us financially and pray that they will continue to do so generously so that we can be on the air for a long time, Lord. We thank you for what you have encouraged them to do in the past, and we pray you'll just encourage them to do much better. Thank you for all the help that we can get those who do so financially or support us otherwise. We are grateful for their presence and their support, and we trust that you'll just bless them and bless them as they give generously and pray, Father, that all will be well in your household, in your precious name we pray. Amen. Just want to announce today that we have with us Brother Dennis. Uh, Dennis Pete, I just want to say good afternoon to you, Dennis. And good afternoon. And that you, are well, and your household, and you have recovered from the the disasters which happened in Californ- California the other day, in Texas? Is it Texas? Oh, okay. You're in California,
1: right, yes. All right, so let
2: us go to the outline, and then I'll bring you in. JT is coming in early as well, so what is happening in your neck of the wood? Anything that you wish to tell the folks about?
3: Are you addressing JT or Dennis? Dennis, Dennis. I
2: said, yeah, oh, have... yes.
3: yes, well, good afternoon, Leon. Good afternoon to... Uh the listeners around the world, wherever they are, whatever time it may be. And I just wanted to say I'm happy to be here on the show with you today. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are weathering. I've just completed one week of my second COVID vaccine, and I'm feeling in great shape. All right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yes, that's how I felt, too, in great shape. But uh, I'm sure you will do much better in your second than I did. Uh, Thank you for that. And pray that you'll be okay when the second one comes around. Well, let me just tell the folks the score because, as you know, West Indies are involved in a match against um, Sri Lanka, the third Test match. I mean, the T Twenty match. And the first was West Indies win convincingly, and in the second one, West Indies went down, not convincingly at all. Presently, after thirteen overs or so, we have. Let me just make sure that we have it right. After they're 94 for four, that is in the 14th over. Uh, Is it look 16th? Not too seeing so well here. Let me find my screen a little and see. Okay, uh, yes, they have gone some 16 overs. You can correct me if if I'm wrong with the the number of overs, but they have 96 for four. 96 for four, and that is uh, a great way above what happened in the in the second ODI. So West Indies went down in the second and now West Indies went on the second. Let me tell you the scores. Sri Lanka scored 160 for six. And West Indies replied with one seventeen all out. They were one seventeen all
1: out. <laughs> open.
2: Yes indeed. So that is what happened and today Fidel Edwards was left out of the squad, and Ravman Powell came in. And as a result of that, Sri Lanka they won the toss and decided to bat again. And presently they are ninety five for ninety five for four in the sixteenth over. This is a good comeback for the West Indies, Um, Mr. Um, Dennis. Very good comeback. But let's go through the all of it, and tell the folks what's happening. Over in New Zealand, New Zealand were able to come back and defeat um, Australia in the fifth and final test match after Australia had gone down. Well, the series was level two matches all, and New Zealand came back to win the, the final T20 match by some Um, seven wickets. Australia, 142 for eight. New Zealand, 143 for three. And let me put this aside because we have a special guest speaker coming on tonight. I'll just talk about it a little later on. Okay. Pakistan Super League has been postponed because some 19 folks in the, in the, the setup was found to be tested yeah, have contracted the the virus, and as a result of that, they have have put off the, the series, the T20 series. And the first test match between Zimbabwe and Afghanistan, Afghanistan went down by some 10 wickets to this Zimbabwe. Scores: Af- uh, Afghanistan 135, no 131 and 135. Zimbabwe, 250 and 17 without loss. India, of course, against England. And this is a talking point. We'll just wait until Jason comes for us to go dig into that. If not, we will do so. That would be his pet piece. And the Road Safety World T20 Series uh, for, this is, I think, the legends. And the points table are as follows. India, they're leading, followed by Sri Lanka, South Africa, England, Australia, and West Indies. And at the bottom of the table, we have the Bangladesh teams. So we'll go more into that. We never had an opportunity to talk about it in, in, in any length, but we'll try and get some time in today. And South Africa, they have appointed Tembe Bavuma as the first black African captain. Mhm, and Dean Elgar will be leading the Test team, while um, Temba Pafuma he will lead the white ball cricket teams. And we're looking forward because the ICC World Test Championship has been the final has been decided, and Australia is out. England are also out, and New Zealand and India will be knocking us off for the championship from the eighteenth of June. Eighteenth to the twenty second of June, I think the final is set for and that is gonna be a big, big match. We we wanna see that this match come off and and the folks will be saying, Well listen, cricket is not I mean test cricket is not dead. So India comes off against New Zealand in June the 18th to the 22nd, 2021, to play for the championship. In, later on, we'll give you the details. Of course, the India Premier League is set, is all set. It will start April the, the 9th, and it will go down to May the 30th. And there, uh, this, this, uh, the administrators for this tournament is the, the India Board of Control. And the format, of course, is T20, and there will be a double round in the first stage and then it goes to a knockoff a playoff and then of course it goes to the final champion but we're looking forward to, to this tournament, it is one of the best there's some eight teams involved and we will give you more details as we come closer to the end and some news about West Indies because, and Guyana because Clive Lloyd, the former um, captain let's, let's give him his proper Um, name. He is now Sir Clyde Lloyd. He has called on the the personals involved in making sure that there is an election in Guyana to do something to make it happen. Because for 10 years there haven't been an annual general meeting and as such what happened. They did not have a president to be represented in the West Indies Cricket Board. And we hope that they can do something about it. Let's give you the latest scores. I'm just seeing something here. Well, I'll just bring you when the scores comes up again. But Dennis, it's a hundred and for five for four. Correct. Hundred after some eighteen overs or seventeen overs, which is a Sem- seventeen overs. Seventeen overs. Okay. Uh, that's not too bad a score, but let us not carry it too too far because a hundred had given them a lot of problems the last time, and we hope this time around that they can make light work of it.
3: so your well, thoughts Leon? on go ahead on the, on this match in particular or on, on this one in particular, I see there's a particular Indian, uh, not Indian, I'm sorry, Sri Lankan fan, who has pontificated that he thinks 120 runs will be enough to beat the West Indies. Oh, so yes.
4: It,
2: well, you yeah, know, we're, we're, yes, you, well, there's anything. There's anything because we have not been struggling against the spin bowling, but, you know, all them guys had to do, they're looking, they were boundary hunting in that last match. They were Yeah. Go ahead. They could have been picking up the singles. If you have 120 runs and you have 120 balls, you're going to. You, the bowling is tight. And you can't do anything about the bowling being tight, but you can, you know, make it the singles. Instead of looking for. And they were looking for boundaries. And as the boundaries get tied up, they lose their patience. And the shots that one got out with, shot that Evan Luce got in out dis-
1: with.
2: Indiscipline. Was, Very indiscipline. Leon, the whole
3: Leon, was so casual. a clear, clear sign of indiscipline and a lot of impatience being shown by the West Indies team in the, pre, the last match. And uh, they seem always to be going after the big one instead of playing you know normal cricket as you said 120 balls to get 120 runs it's quite easy pop push for the singles and take the big one when it comes mm-hmm. there's no need to go fishing and hunting but somehow mm-hmm. our fellow west indian seems very reluctant you know to exercise patience and and good judgment back to you leon yes indeed yes
2: we nearly got a run out moments ago uh, the ball didn't hit the stumps and and Bravo got it under bounce, but things are looking good for the West Indies. It's manageable at this point. Let us hope that he doesn't go out of hand in the last couple of overs, because one batsman is settled now. He's gone to fifty. Shandamal, he is gone to fifty. Um, what? Well, Jason is going
1: to come now. Do you have?
2: Yes. Okay. So, anything else for you to add on that match so far? The the game. What do you think was? How about the change? Do you you approve of the change of um, dropping Fidel and brought in Ravman Powell?
3: Is that directed at me, um, Dennis? Yes, um, yes. You're the only one on me right now. Yes. My apologies. Yeah. Mm. Well, remember at the start when the team was announced, I had indicated that I thought. Edwards was not really a one who should have been included because his performance over the previous set of um one day innings that he played he played was not in my judgment enough to have given him a place in the squad so and the last two games this folk po- have uh, come and shown that uh, he certainly did not appear to be worthy of his place in the team. So, I, you know, I'm happy to see that they've made the change, but time will tell if Robman Powell can uh, pick up the mantle that they've just thrown onto his shoulder. So we we will see what happens. I'm uh, obviously will later on be speaking to you about my comments on the previous two matches, but uh, we'll leave that till the appointed time. Yes. Back to you.
2: Let, let me just uh, tell, the, tell the folks we have a passionate cricketer, and she's a pack, um, comes out of California too, Mister, Mister um, Dennis, and uh, she That's goes by the name of Audrey Moore. She is our special guest this evening, and we hope that we will have her on, and a, a lot of folks will come on and give their their take on that matter. Now, the situation over in Guyana is still at a, at a deadlock. They have not had the meeting to determine who, who will be the leader of the cricket board in Guyana. They have three different associations, and they all have to get together and do their thing. And it has been a failure for them to meet. And this meeting has not taken place for 10 years. What has, in your view, have gone wrong? Do you know of anything that you
3: can tell us about what's gone,
2: going wrong with West Indies?
3: Unfortunately, Leon, I haven't, haven't got a clue as to what's going on down there in Guyana. Suffice it to say that it is sad because it is this kind of indecision that does not reflect well on West Indies cricket. And it does not help the players to feel the kind of confidence that they have, the administrators on, you know, assisting with our progress. I, I, I see something of the sort, which is going on in Sri Lanka as well. They're having a fight with their administrations at the top level. And uh, it it is very sad because it does not do well for cricket, but in particular for the West Indies, I hope the Guyanese can get together and get this thing sorted out because if you look at the state of our cricket right now we are in very very bad shape and we need to have some kind of consistency and leadership from the t- yes yes you
2: right it's a sad sad state of affairs over 10 years nothing has been
3: concrete
2: yes. who will be the chairman they have or oh, the, the president of the guyana cricket association is really really unbelievable and the the government has stepped in and put an Put the law, laws and the books so that nothing um, um, nothing is done that the public don't like. So well, nothing is done on the handle. no nothing is done that is not correct. And yet still they have not come up with with, with uh, uh real um president to represent them at the Western Cricket Board. From all I'm I'm hearing is that they were at the board but they could not vote. I don't know how that could all the years they couldn't vote. So
1: we
3: it's it's a sad state of a fear. It is indeed. Sounds like sounds like <laughs> internal politics, which is something similar going on down in Sri Lanka where the local bodies are now appealing to the Supreme Court of uh, or at least the courts in Sri Lanka to try and settle some of their affair, which is yeah. sad because we always thought cricket was a gentleman's sport, and uh, cricketers can get together and sort out the very rudimentary requirements of running a cricket or administration as far as cricket is concerned it's hard to understand why laws and legislations and judges should be involved with settling, uh, you know, disagreement between the various factions which attempt or wants to run the game. And they obviously find that they have some kind of um, disadvantages somewhere and one tries to take advantage of the other. So it is very sad to see this sort of thing happening in cricket. I thought it only happens in politics, but obviously the cricketers are beginning to learn from the politicians, and that is a very sad, sad day for us and for cricket. Back to you, Leon. It's a very, very sad day for cricket and the
2: politicians. Um, over in New Zealand, New Zealand has found a way to come back after they were up to 2 nil, and then on the then they were, Australia came back to take con, two consecutive matches. And just let me pause because it's 118th for four after 19th over with the last over coming up. And I believe that will be bowled by Bravo. Bravo has completed some three overs already, so he has one more over to go. And I thought that, that uh, Pollard kept in this match well and didn't let the Indians, the Sri Lankans, run away. Let's hope that this over did not, they did not run off. Let me pause because we have Jatin with us and he has to go by seven. So let's give him a chance Let's say his peace. And we're going to ask him quite a bit of questions. So Jatin, welcome to you. and hope that you are in good health and all is well in your neck of the woods and your family as well. Talk to us.
5: Yes, first of all, good evening, everybody. It's great to be on the show again. And absolutely Mm -hmm. all going well. We are killing good time in Corona to make sure that they get going with our hobby on cricket.
2: And that's what I'm yes, here. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So we just want to pause because the West Indies has, has um, restricted Pakistan, Sri Lankan to 119. Now 120 for four with the final over to go. And they got an, uh, a run from the first ball. Bravo is bowling the last over. 119 for four, and this is a, it's a great comeback from having been down, um, having lost the second match by being dismissed for 117. And Mr. Dennis was saying that he feels that 120 is enough. What say you? Well, <laughs> no, Jatin. <laughs> Dennis was saying that 120 is good for Westerners.
3: Well, a correction there, Leon. I was saying mm. that uh, a very strong yes. S- Sri Lankan fan had, mm-hmm. had, proposed, had proposed that 120 should be enough to beat the West Indies. That was not yes. my personal feeling. Oh, I okay. Oh, very okay.
2: Much, Thank you, pardon. Uh, I'm
3: very much mm-hmm. disappointed, and I'll personally take this. This the, the, the stumps to any West Indians who fail to score to win this match.
2: Well, they have gotten a sixth of the second ball of the over, so that means that they're 120, 25. They're over 120. So 125 for four in the final over. And we hope that follows can be. Seen. So, Jatin, tell us about England. What, India? Uh, just round off the three. The the fourth test match by winning by some innings and 25 runs. What say you?
5: It's a big mm -hmm. thing. It's against the spinner. It's very difficult to bat on. And, uh, again, I'm not sure why these are all foreign media. Uh, By the way, this is the second six going on for the West Indies game. Mm hmm I think you already called it. This is the second ball, yeah. Second ball, six going up. So it's a technical it speaking, the analysis. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have more than uh, 60% of the dismissal came out from the straight balls going into the stumps. That includes the outside eight to the slips, mm-hmm. inside eight to the leg slip or the short leg, LBW or the board. Now, when you combine this total, when you say 60% of the wickets fallen from the England side, is being on straight balls going into the stump. Maybe have a little bit of variation here and there in terms of the speed and spin. But the test ticket is all about straight patch. If you cannot handle it, why we blame the pitch on it? I don't care. Same thing on here. I'm a very serious here in this game. We already got 125 with the four balls to go. 129. I think it's 129. 129 and three balls. Wait, two balls to go. Ball to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two. So basically, uh, in my opinion, I'm still at the 50 50, but will definitely give the advantage to Sri Lanka, even at this score, because uh, uh, I know a lot of fans not going to like me. No, no, no. West, no, Indies, no, cannot you West <laughs> Indies cannot play on decent spin, and that has been prone, whether you look at the last Champions Trophy game against India or the uh, very recent, the second game they played. I mean, like, they are making horrible decisions against the Spinner. I will not say they are not capable to score or not able to build the blue score, but the shot selections against the Spinner is getting worse. At the moment, the serious batsman has to play safe, less risky shots. They are not picking up that moment, and that's what it's a fall off. And we've seen in second uh, T20. West Indies all- was way behind. 131 for four. All over. Yep. That's not a bad score. So again, still. This, this, this game will be decided based on uh, how the West Indies play against the uh, Sri Lankan spinners. That will be key. And uh, in my opinion, if I'm a coach, I will ask my boys not to go for sixes rather than look into to stay at the wicket longer, even you can score singles or doubles, Let's building up the good partnership. That is the key on winning, rather than looking for the big sixes. And you're right. You're right. There's no need to go for any
2: sixes. 120, a single ball, and the occasional twos. You'll get that total. But they come become exactly. frustrated so you, when you they can't get the big gap.
1: one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so, so
5: you look for the gaps... Stay away from the pressure as much as you can by rotating strike. And those singles and doubles, as long as you don't give the spinners wicket, it will be definitely pressure on them. And during this process, you got to be serious. You must have the calculated attack. So look for the loose ball or the right ball where you are confident to make it out of the ground. Go for it. But it doesn't mean once you score one six or one boundary, you're just targeting more sixes and four. It, it, it's not the part of the game when no, you play no. against the slow ballers. You know, slow ballers can always trick you in terms of the hard hitting.
2: Mm-hmm. And Westerns feel because the ground is small, the the, the circumference <laughs> is large. You know, that's, they can always that's... go over the top. And that is <laughs> sometimes very misleading.
5: Yeah, and you're it's right. Like a... Yeah, they like a New Zealand ground when you see the boundary that close means uh, you are getting full, you know, it's like they're pulling you. <laughs> Impression mm-hmm. is like, oh, I can clear this boundary easily but in reality, it's not. It, it takes a little bit mm-hmm. difficult time there and that's the reason the short selection is very important when you go for it, make sure you have the full power and control behind it to clear the boundary, either way, four yeah. or six. That mm-hmm. is the whole thing. So means to do the short selection properly, you got to put your all skills into this game to play against these spinners without taking risk. Means not giving the wicket, not going for the missed time or like wrong short selection. Just take cool. This is the 20-over game. You got the 120 balls and you have to score 132 runs. So it's about run a ball. If you can keep <laughs> continue single run on every ball without losing wicket, you are there. Because once you reach, like, let's say, 60, 70 at a loss of one or two, yes, the route is very clear for you to go for the winning situation. But when you start taking the huge risk, and let's say all of a sudden you lose one or two wickets in under 20 or 25, then it's a different story. The Lanka can make the way with the pressure on, and uh, we all know that under pressure is very difficult to score runs in T20.
2: Yeah, who, who are your thoughts here? Because Dennis, you, you have something to say to JT in between before he goes?
3: I, Go ahead. Well, I, was, I, I wanted to get back to the English um, performance out there in India because the Indian has done very well. Okay, well, he, he's going to yes, come to
2: that. But he's talking about the Westerners oh, now before he touches that oh, topic. So just ask him anything oh, about the ones that we're talking about right now. He's talking about the Westerners. He said some things which to me... Is the most logical thing for the western to approach this this total is not an unsurmountable target. All they have to do play cautious, get the singles, and he just said it right and when the West Indies seem to be under pressure, they feel they can get out of pressure by hitting them boundaries and what he's saying too, and I agree that they should try to get the singles spinners can trick you so.
5: Let me tell you one more thing as a coach. Let me tell you one thing as a coach. You got these three senior players back in the game, Chris Gale, Pollard, and Brevo. Honestly, as a coach, I will expect at least they stay on the wicket. Between these three people, they must play the 12-overs formula of the good mm-hmm. game plan. The other way around, out of these three, I need a minimum 50% scoring if the West Indies has to win it you can't just go out there and uh, let it free and create the pressure for the other players the senior player has to step in they have to escalate the situation and prove it why you are senior player and you are in a team whether it's being recalled or getting back into the team or something just prove it your numbers and performance in this game will be matters more for the yes. next four to six months, how the fans going to talk about this game and you, right? So it's a serious business, I will say. If it's a time to mm-hmm. deliver, I call it. It doesn't yes, matter you what work. you do year-round, you mm-hmm. know? Yes,
2: but you can't, you, can't, you can't leave out Evan Lewis. You can't leave out Simmons. These guys have played all over the world. They should be able to, to handle top-class spinners. They have done so in, in all forms uh, I mean, all around the world. Where they have but in the here L- here Leon
5: Leon, I'm I'm not mm-hmm. trying to sideline any West Indies player. Mm-mm. But in this current eleven, if you look at it on the Sri Lanka side, if I put myself in Sri Lankan player shoes, I feel the psychology pressure comes if the senior player stays on the wicket longer or if yes. they are keep going. And that is the advantage definitely goes to the entire team who is betting at the other end, right? Mm -hmm. And those people, anyone besides these three, whatever the five, six guys are out there, they have to step up their game too as a support or just run away free because Uh they got the opportunity to score in this situation, you know?
2: You're right, you're right. But I was saying, I was adding to the list. You have Lewis. And you yeah. have, uh, you have, Puran. You have Simas and Puran. So you have yeah. to add most <laughs> the players have got to step up the ante. Step up exactly. And you're right.
3: Yeah, then exactly. it's Leon, yes, Leon, you know, there's, there's an old thing which says, does a leopard change its spot? And quite frankly, no. Because we've got all these senior players, the Pollards and the Gales and others who have been playing these T20 games and the formula that they've used is to get to the wicket and slug and do that successfully when they're facing inferior quality bowling. When they come up against bowlers with um, a little bit of while and guile, they have difficulties in changing their style and their formula of batting. And hence, the old guard that we are looking at to carry the broom, so to speak, in, in this match, are hard pressed to change their style. So it would not surprise me in the least if Jetin wasn't correct in saying that he thinks the West Indies will probably not make it because they are unable to handle the slow bowling here because of the quality of the bowling that we're seeing from the spinners from Sri Lanka. That's yes, good.
2: Right. But let's welcome Mr. McKenzie. Good afternoon, Mr.
3: McKenzie. Yes, how you you. are you,
2: sir?
1: You heard all the
6: conversation? Much. I hope is okay. You know, I mm-hmm. think we have a talent on our hands here with this final T20. So let's see how it works out. Back to you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, indeed. And I was I was supporting JTIN, but I, I just wanted to add that not only Pollard, not only those top three, they call themselves veterans and big guns. We have Lewis and Simmons. They have played cricket around the world and Pollard to some extent have also, you know, been exposed to this mm-hmm. quality in bowling. So yep. a total of two hundred and thirty one should not should not pose a big problem for them. Is this no, so approach? Exactly is agree. the agree. approach the approach. So getting. Go
3: right ahead. Give us... Give us well,
5: my, my take on this game is I will say if out of those big three boys, if they put together at least one of them 40 runs, West Indies can win. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. like the confidence at the moment on at least two of the guys going to show up in next 20 overs to prove it, what they, they can under the pressure. If they fail, West Indies is done. Yes.
2: I I let's hope that Gail comes off because he looks under a lot of pressure. They bring in well, bring like in
5: Gail. Gail has a history, you know that, right? Big Boss has a history when the things are on the line and when he is at the wall, he's a performing. So I'm highly expecting here uh, Gail gonna come out at least 25 runs and. Uh, if he don't make that impression in this particular game, then I think uh, it's a done both way. It's done for the West Indies team. And I will say it will be very unfortunate for the selectors to bring the girl into the team and uh, did not help the, their original expectation. It's a, whatever the reason is. But I think boss has to prove it today. And I'm confident that he will come out very strong today. It's just yes. a matter of a couple of shots getting on the bat. Once he gets in the rhythm, once he gets his momentum, we'll be in a good shape. That's my expectation at the moment.
6: Should yes. um, um, yes. he open M.M.?
5: I they doubt think- it. that is the major problem because uh, I believe if the West Indies has to do well, they're supposed to send Mr. Gale in opening rather than one down. But for some reason... The uh, West Indies had made a choice to go make him as a one-down like he did in IPL. But over here with the situation on this ground, I have physically visited this ground a couple of times when I was visiting Antigua. And mm-hmm. all I can say, the ground is small. The pitch is a little bit different than Sir Richard Stadium. So I will say give the boss the maximum opportunity to score against the medium pace and opening ballers rather than you wait until the spinners gets in.
6: No, so they're, going, a good back. they're going to use one spin, one pace.
5: Yes, they're going to open with the spin.
6: They're going to open with the spin. Is fine it's fine spin too. Which is fine, too.
5: <laughs> I, will yeah. say,
6: I, will say,
5: I will say he did an opportunity to face a medium pace uh, for at least a couple of touches before he faced the spinner. Because the spinner comes a different way, and that's how the spinner got into the hat-trick in the first game. I remember, yes. it was doing all well... And all of a sudden, he got the one wicket. And now the spinner was in rhythm with the right length and line. And that's the puzzle, two more wickets. Mr. Gale and Puran got into on very first ball. So here the situation is, what do you do in the first couple of deliveries in this T20 overs is a very important. So over here, I feel if the boss has the opportunity to go the first, first uh, bowler against the medium pace or a good uh, fast baller or something, then you can have at least a couple of balls to get adjusted. And then it will be okay to face the spinner. Facing spinner on a first ball where the spinner is uh, having a good mood and momentum with the features helping. I think it's a really crazy thing to have it, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: They're still going with
2: Evan. Lewis open the innings.
5: Yep. I see that. They're not
2: changing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't have on his pad. But Oh, yes, he does have on his part, I see.
5: He has that on his part is his there team. because mm. all, all top three has to be padded. That's how the system is, right? Yeah. I'm just waiting to see who is walking uh, to start because yeah. normally that's when one, two, and three all padded up as soon that's as the inning starts. You're right, right, right. Because what happens if you lose the wicket on very first ball? Your one down batsman <laughs> yeah. should be ready to go. So that should be question, ready. you know? But yeah.
1: Yeah, it so now it's a
5: matter of a uh, few more minutes to see who is coming out to take the excellent plan right, for yeah. 20 overs.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, well, we don't have to be in a hurry. Just so, watch the it, let, me finish, uh,
5: Dennis, let me finish the Dennis question on the England side.
7: Okay, it's a uh, yes.
5: horrible series. It yeah, it's a horrible series for the England. I call it. They started very well, but it's unfortunate. It's been a trademark of this series, and a lot of people on the Indian side has predicted this thing. If the England is relying on just Joe Root, your outcome will be disaster, and that's what exactly happened. Joe Root made an inning in a very first uh, inning, and whatever he scored, look at the entire series the entire team is not able to make that scare again, right? So if you're relying on just one batsman, it will not help. And it's a beauty. Other way, I will not uh, have a big thing to say, but I will definitely see the excited with this performance by the young talent India has. All these three tests that they have won, it's heavily relied on uh, I call it unexpected uh, performances from the newcomers or the inexperienced players. But we have to give the full credit to those guys because they just step into this big arena and they change their suits and mindset and they perform when the team was needed, which is not happening in uh, other countries all over the world. I would say it only happens for the India for some reason they have the new guy comes in the team and he makes the huge difference and that's a beauty and i will say this team is going to be more crazy because now you got about uh, i will say 20 frontline players at the international stage and they're going to have option to pick up 11 it's a big headache but it doesn't matter who you put in this team this team going to rock because they have these players come from whatever the numbers you look into, the statistics-wise or game planning-wise, and they can change the entire world in a matter of couple of hours, and that they prove it about fourth time in last two months. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: like we we did not give the scores in that match, so let's give the the listeners the scores. England replying to. India's three sixty five. Yep. England in reply to India's three sixty five made two hundred and five and one thirty five. And India winning that test match by some Indians and twenty five runs. And to be to be defeated by an Indians scoring three hundred and sixty five runs is appalling though, you know. I, I, I can't give any oh, yeah,
6: that's true. That's any true.
2: excuse for such as post-strewing. But we have Lewis My opening in Lewis is indeed yep. opening the innings. There's no change. And Simmons, I believe. Yes, both of them. Lewis and Simmons are the openers. They they have Let's not changed. what
1: they
2: do. And Lewis, Lendell Simmons has quite a bit of runs. And then uh, the mystery spinner is done for the first ball. And he's
6: months
2: back the first ball? And he's away. Yep. He's away. He's away no. Lewis is batting the first ball and he scored a, a boundary of the first delivery. Okay. I thought you were and, about. No. No. Okay. No, well I said he, the, 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 Dan uh, Dan Waya?
3: Dan, Dan, Dan Jaya
2: Anjaya. He is the guy who is the mystery spinner for them. He has he has gone for he, the one was short of a length and, and lewis had all time to get away with him get away put him away in, to the covers for four Good. but yeah. let's get back to the in england situation because england have a lot of problems in their camp now
6: they they are really underperforming over there really no
5: well, we, well uh, the pig the went wrong in terms of uh, uh, I will say they failed on the field to execute the plan. If you look at uh, this last particular test, when the England bowled out for two or five on day one, on the day two, we had a situation when the India lost like five wickets at the score of 135 or so. So there were like 70 sort of England targets. And at that point, England could have done better but then two things happened. One, I will say Indian players steps up, especially Risa Pant to change the game. And then later on, the Sundar Washington also came out and steps up his performance. But at the same time, I will say England failed to keep up with that pressure. They did not maintain to keep up that pressure. And that is what the fallback is. Absolutely, it's a hard to believe where you have lost like 229 runs and 12 wickets, I think 11 wickets on day one. The second day was really slow until T, and all of a sudden you are coming, the T20 score, 141 run in the last session in two hours. And that's a beauty change the entire game. It's going other way, you know. And that's what uh, England has to learn about it. It's not about the Or hour or a day. Test cricket is about keeping pressure all the time, all the way. The game is the five day long. You cannot enjoy, celebrate, or give up any moment until the test match is over. And that is the setback fall on them. And the pitch was uh, acting really crazy, like what we see. But again, the numbers don't lie. You lose 60% of the wickets on a straight balls, whether you aged it, you missed it, but whatever it happened, your straight bat technique did not work properly.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: And this is the same pitch where the England, back, uh, India batted and did well. Why not the other batsmen can it? But looking at the both sides, I will say when you have a failures coming from Pujara and Virat Kohli, Caliber or Rangirane. I will say it's difficult to have the good batsmen to play with those uh, basics uh, techniques they have. This one was meant for a newcomer with the young feet, good energy, and uh, some uh, risk-taking capabilities. There were risks involved, like one of the sort, I will uh, still say, uh, Jimmy Anderson, bowling with the new ball. And this opponent played the reverse sweep, in this world-class bowlers, So if you're taking those calculated chances and score against those kind of situations, I think it's ahead of it. But England was unfortunate. They were uh, really a mental pressure on all of the players. And that's what what is led to the failure.
2: Just pause for course, because we have 16 without loss.
5: 16 without
2: yep. loss. With Simmons on one... And um Lewis is on fifteen. And it should be. Yeah, fifteen. So Lewis is on fifteen. And it's going good after the second over. Right. The end the second
6: mm-hmm. over. Yes. Yeah, so.
2: That's good, that's very good. So England. England no not England, but India are uh, meeting Sri Lanka not Sri Lanka, but New Zealand in the finals that are launched in June. June. (laughs) And and that is going to be historic. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a match. I hope that the crowds will be able to see this tournament because it's good. And I have to say congratulations to New Zealand because they, uh, having been to the World Cup and and, the ICC Championship or they're going to go to the ICC championship, so they have reached two finals in the last two tournaments. Isn't that a good feat for them? Uh, and, but, of, of course, I'm sure most of you will agree that India will start as favourite. but you never know. What say you've dated?
5: Well, it will be the good uh, thing to see, but the the best thing we can expect is this will be the neutral venue. New Zealand and India, none of the team playing at home. They will be playing in England. So it's it's a fair way to say with the England empires probably. And the Lords is a, definitely a good pitch. We have seen it. Early morning is a little bit swing. Expect some uh, support to the uh, swing bowlers, But eventually it's a play on very well. And I think both teams have uh, some uh, good memories at this ground, so that will make more excitement. I'm not much excited like the World Cups or Champions Trophy final-like situation because this is the new thing. And as I discuss or tell you guys, like honestly, I don't like the way it's going on. It's not a fair business in terms of the way they uh, rank this team based on the points. Or the based on the percentage of win, then you have one team barely played eleven tests and making the final, and another team has played like one test and making the final. I don't see that uh, uh, even opportunity or equal opportunity to everyone else with this uh, ranking system. You know, it should have everyone a fair chance. Let's say all team has to play twelve tests in two years, and based on that, you decide something. Out of that twelve years, I need to have some criteria. You must play minimum six game home, minimum six game away from home, something like that. Because we all know that New Zealand played about eight test match at home.
2: Yes, yes, they play at home, and that is that is the advantage I have. And but
5: how, how, the
2: how plan, it is? is that, the I the point. Is, point
5: like, when the Australia was on the the top of the world. I'm talking uh, before the Glenn Magrath and San Juan retired. Australia was the number one test team in the world. And at one point, ICC came out with this idea, like they're going to play Australia versus the rest of World 11 or World 11 something like that. And they played that kind of test series in Australia. So this is, uh, to me, I'm not sure how we're going to see the future uh, World Test Series because the corona has changed a, a lot of uh, schedules and a lot of situations. And because of that, it might fall off. And in the future, we may not see or we maybe see a different version of the World Test Series, you know? Yeah. But, but
2: how I understand it is that the points, uh, you can, there's a maximum of, of, of 120 points in each series. When you play five matches, or you play two matches? No, that so, was the
5: old system. That yeah. was the old one. Now, we'll the original World Series Test Series was mm-hmm. on the point. Mm-hmm. That was on the, the discussion mm-hmm. that the team mm-hmm. is playing a uh, three-test series has a more advantage than you play the five-test series because okay. of that uh, uh, point mechanism. Like maximum points you can get out of game and series is this much. So that has the issue. And all of a sudden, middle of the, after like a a team like India played about uh, 12, 13 games, they changed the system. They said, no, now we're not going to look into the point side. We're going to look for the percentage of win, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's either way. It has a critics, I call it. If you go by the win, then the New Zealand is the best example. They played most of the games at hand. They only played the 11, so their uh, percentage ratio is higher than the team like England, who played like almost 20 games, you know? Yeah. And at the same time, we can also argue about these a uh, lot of teams who do not have the number of tests in double digits. That includes the West Indies, I believe Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, and newcoming uh, Afghanistan and Ireland. See, none of these countries even have a double-digit number. Of number of days they played in this uh, cycle for this World Series, so it's like it uh, looks like it's probably targeted maybe three, four top teams to make sure that those two play in a World Test Series. Okay, but can
3: twenty-five I have an opinion there, Leon. Yes. Okay, just yeah, it, let see. me
5: give you scores. Twenty-five without loss
2: after two point five overs. Twenty-five without loss. Yep.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead, Dennis. Leon. Le- yeah, I, I detect um, from from Jackson the, the misgiving that perhaps because of the way these games oh, yeah. are being structured currently that uh, it's not an ideal situation. But it's the, the difficulty here is that the coronavirus is really having a significant effect on uh, what's going on. So rather than... Uh, not the series as it is right now let's wait for this coronavirus to be completely gone and we get back to normal because i like the idea of the arrangements now in place and i think when we are able to play freely and travel freely we will get a better picture as to exactly who's gaining an advantage or disadvantage in this series but getting back to the, uh, the, the, the England-India situation there, I thought, and I I've said this uh, previously, that I thought England was depending far too much on Joe Root, and obviously the chickens have come home to roost here because once Root has failed, then uh, the rest of the team also failed. But not to take away from the Indians, the Indians have shown that by attacking the stumps, you are in for results because if you notice that half of the English batsmen were out leg before wickets in the second innings, and that shown that they were attacking the stumps and the reason why I have confidence in this and uh, these decisions is that they're now using the uh, video recording to virtually check all of these uh, decisions, and I think that We have a lot of confidence now that when a batsman is given out the leg before wicket, that the decision is not based on some subjective assessment by the umpire, but it is based on the reality. It's an objective decision looking at all of the the factors which goes into making up a leg before decision. So I think the Indian bowlers were consistently attacking the stump, and this was something that... The English batsmen in England, most of the ball would probably be rising and flying and turning and you know swinging a lot, and so they expected to uh, be able to play the same style in India as they were playing out there. In, uh, they would be playing in England, and that. Yeah, hold, that hold your thoughts here because
2: I forget to announce that Audley is running a little late. He may not be able to be here on time for the birthday. Hours. So folks, yeah, bear that in mind and. Mr Mackenzie, I want to bring him in too to i don't know if he has any thoughts as to what we were discussing Mr Mackenzie come on in
6: yes 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 i i tend to i i tend to agree with dennis um uh, uh, version of, of of what is going on in the in the game you know um i i I thought England would take up a better spike in India but for some reason or the other, the spinners have them down all over the place so i, I so um uh, with the type of bowling that the in uh, the Indians are doing, and they are bowling just down well, attacking the stumps, very very good spin bowling, and I don't think um, anybody has a better version of spin bowling than the Indians do. But what 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 bothers me is to see all these international batsmen falling so easily to spin bowling. What is really going on here? I don't know. You go to you bat spin bowling all through your life everywhere, and you go to India and you just falter along the way. So everybody who goes on the subcontinent is really baffled by space and I just don't know the answer to that. Back to you,
2: sir. Yeah, okay. So 31 31 without loss. 31 without loss. And we're in the fourth over. So okay, anything did, did, um, would you like to say anything about Miss Thomas that before we, because she's going to be with us later on this evening. Anything that Well, you know?
5: well, uh, now we'll continue, as you say. That already uh, mm-hmm. is running late, so we will keep continuing yeah. while okay. this okay. game is going. I'll be here too. Yeah. But let yeah. me okay. uh, just uh, give the, a hint or a couple of things the reality on the McKenzie statement why the good batsmen are failing going in a subcontinent or Southeastern countries. The major reason is the spinners are getting smarter and smarter. We don't expect these spinners to bowl like the old spinners used to do that. For example, if you all coming from the era, we call it uh, Lance Gibbs or Gary Sobers, or we've seen this baby Chandrasekhar or Abdul Kadir kind of talented spinners. Uh, if you look at their, uh, the bowling analysis, if they bowl like six balls, you expect like four or five coming with the spin, which is their speciality. Over the years, and now these uh, newcomers, the trend has changed. Like this, Ashwin, it's usually normally picks about three or four different variations in six ball over. Not only that, it's not about spinning his specialty. These players are always look for the trap. So they have the variation in spin and variation in the speed and length. And that is the cause, the major problem with the most of the batsmen. It doesn't matter how much expert these batsmen are, how good the batsmen they are, but when you're facing this spinner, you are expecting to make mistake sooner or the later. And what these spinners are does when the batsman is staying in the crease and wants to play the defensive shots with the straight bats, they read your mind and what they try to do to lock your position and the look to opportunity for either pad or the snakes, the edges of the bat. That is the target, and that's what they fall off. So it doesn't matter whether you play in a Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, or Pakistan or India. Nowadays, the spinner in subcontinent has more variation in the speed, spin, and the length, over the years, and that is the reason there's a lot of batsmen going in subcontinent, especially in the last five years. They have a horrible time to play against the Spinner. No doubt, they have a huge break that uh, Pete is also supporting them, and that's a part of the game.
2: Gentlemen, we want to welcome Virgil. Virgil is in all the way from Antigua, and he's watching the match in Antigua. Oh, oh
6: wonderful, is That's a lucky fellow. No, he
2: can't go in the stand because
6: Ask if you want ex- to exchange spaces with me. You just talk to you, talk to him. Okay. i l- l- um, good afternoon to all. Good evening to all the panelists and good evening to all the listeners all over the world. No, oh. I don't want to exchange places because you know something. I'm in Paradise and you're in Earthquake City. <laughs> uh, yes, that's very selfish of you. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you on the and, radio. And, and, too much, too, much, too much fireworks going down there. I can imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it, buddy. Yeah, Thank okay.
2: You. Update 2036 without loss after four overs. Yep. That's
6: nine
2: runs for over. Wow, wow, And Let just to remind, folks, uh, we're running a little late on the Walter Henry birthday <laughs> and anniversary hour, so bear with us as it we go Go ahead, uh, JT. Uh, J.T. anything else you want to talk about
5: before you? No, not much. It's uh, just going on this ongoing. The four overs and thirty-six runs, and it looks like Lewis and Simmons are uh, in a serious business at the moment. And let's hope mm-hmm. this pair can keep continue at least fifty, sixty for this first uh,
8: wicket. No, we lost the wicket. The
5: they lost the wicket.
8: He just got dropped a little while ago, so that's, that's oh, good for drop. him. I mean, get a try.
2: No, oh, I thought he was he dropped the catch. Okay, 37. He dropped it.
5: Yeah, get dropped, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's still uh, 37 now.
2: Oh, that is... That is. Can't afford to drop catches.
5: So let's,
6: but anyway... Let's that hope lost, not that close to we 131. We are looking for
5: a good stand had any partnership i would say 50 60 runs and if the pair can stick it Definitely for a least 10 yeah, or any any stay yeah Only
2: the 60 runs they the center, you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah and then way ahead of the
5: uh, then they, the required rate is not a big deal because this is a small ground once the batsman can settle down Even this game can go go, like 15, 18 runs per over needed. I think West Indies can still make it. The most important factor is, I will say at the moment, is the wickets. How many wickets they uh, keep on hand without losing at the early stage. And we see Mm -hmm. that uh, Danusa lost that uh, catch. It was a straightforward chest-high catch at, uh, I believe, long off. Yeah, long off. And he mm. just dropped it. It's a sitter, we call it. Where's Worst the sitter yeah. possible. <laughs> uh, it was a long one. Yep. Now they're gonna cross the appeal, game. Appeal
2: start. for an uh, appeal has been referred. It looks. Yeah. It looks close. Look close. Not, not out.
8: out. Not, not out. out. Not out. Not
5: out. out. Spinner, not out. Outside, outside, the outside
2: line. leg. Not out. Outside the lane, line at stump. Oh, yes, the ball pitched outside
6: the stump. So that yep. yeah. yeah, can't be out. Yeah, no, can't can be out. Can't be out.
5: So, no,
6: yeah, but, this is uh,
5: the moment we can see back-to-back back. there was a catch drop and about uh, two or three ball later we have this big appeal on LBW and went for the review. Mm-hmm. So this is the moment where these West Indies has to find a survival first. It means not to lose the wicket. Stay on the set, let this
8: woman get out. the tree. Out no, do this time, man. He's out. He's out this time?
5: Yo, we're yeah,
2: ahead Evan of us. Lewis, Evan Lewis, that, that, this one
8: look plumb,
2: man. Oh, man. Yes, he's got. He, what are you swinging across the line for? There's no need for him to play them shot. Push the ball down, you're done ahead of the clock. That is, the,
5: that is the, the, the problem. These
2: people and have. And he I is not you, under any
1: people. pressure. <laughs> He's not under any pressure shot
5: whatsoever. thought selection, mm. selection is the matter with this team, you know. Certain shots you suppose not to play, like this one. what well, well, what is so hurry at this moment? You are too early in this game. Why you want to go on a straight ball with this? Straight ball. ball. Oh, what's the point? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. No, Dick, if- Dickie Fuller used to say, the face of the bat is four and a half inches, and the side is half an inch. So why not use the four and a half inches to play the ball? Yes. And that's what some of these guys he are doing. Play the cross. the cross. Play the, the
1: cross.
2: Okay.
6: <laughs> okay, let's say hello
2: to Simon. Simon is in early. So let's say hello to Simon.
0: Simon, good evening to you, sir. And a very good evening to you, Mr. President. Good evening to all our panelists. Good evening, sir. Good evening. I hope everyone had a wonderful week last week. And we are hoping for a much better week this week. Hope everyone is safe. And um, all your family, everybody's well. And as we say on the show, it's better to be six feet apart than six feet under.
2: Yes, indeed. Right in front. Plum. No, no, he was going on. Just hitting the off stump. But I um, just want to say that um, We have Simon with us And we are a little late For the birthday hour But I just want to just mention that today is the Birthday of the great Sir Vivian Richards And when we hear his name being called Virgil has goose goose bumps
1: Virgil <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Is that so You You went to his party Oh, let's 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 hear this this ball from Gail. Gail got a similar ball and he just and push it out to to mid on for a single. That's what Louis should do. He play across the line. He should just play the ball just like that and get the single and rotate the strike. So Gail is off He the failed mark. He, to read
5: the googly. He failed to read the googly in first place. He was looking but, for the spin. And it was a googly straight on, and he missed it. Okay. <laughs> so this is a mm-hmm. matter of short selection. You know, certain falls, selection.
1: you mm-hmm. have to look but,
5: for the but. facing strike. You know, take a single and rotate the strike. That's the best thing that's, you can that's do. That's all he had to do. That's all he had to do, man. Yeah. All he has to do. Just want
2: to say welcome to all the folks who are online with us this evening. We Unfortunately, we are not having the birthday hour early. So we're going to delay for a while So. Simon, why don't you give us your question early? We're going to take a uh, look. Well, I was on
0: waiting for my niece to come on for her birthday. It's coming up on Tuesday. And she's been waiting patiently in the shadows to hear her name call. And I'll tell you that um, my niece, Regina Henry, her mother, Diana Henry, my sister, and her husband, Richard Henry, are very strong. Wait, Simon. Simon, you left us.
2: Where is Simon? Simon call has been dropped, folks. He's waiting for his sister to come on. Um, so, why don't you do this, Virgil? Not Virgin Jatin. You, you're going to go and come back? We're going to just take a little break and just bring in the birthday. Yeah, I'll code. take
5: a little break and come back. So, yes. let's roll
2: um, on to with, the other guys. With Audrey, when Audrey comes on, we will have you back.
5: And um, Okay.
2: Yes, indeed. We're going to say good evening to all who's online at 951. 951? That's that's Dennis. That's Dennis. Oh, your call was dropped. Okay.
4: Yes. Simon
2: Simon has been dropped too. So just want to just say happy birthday to Fib. Let me play this song. All right, I'm waiting for Virgin uh, to come on in. Yes,
1: yeah, so today is. I think somebody' is, radio is on. It's
2: Mr. Mackenzie. Your radio is on, and okay. Oh wait, let let's bring in Audley. Audley's on. I don't radio here. Yeah, yes, oh, sir, television. Yes, sir. yes, on.
6: Someone has a television.
2: Yes, on.
8: Background. I don't know who it is. Well, I know it's not me. <laughs> Are you here, Milian? Yes. Well. Okay. Yes. Good. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening to all my fellow panelists, and good evening to the listeners uh, throughout the world. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening to you all. And yes, I'm here, uh, running late, uh, as I informed Mr. Francis before. Um, circumstances beyond my control. So I'm here and I know we're late for the birthday hour but I, we, we know the big one of you, Of course it's today. So um that that's that's a big one. I, I suppose you have um the the song line up for Surviv That Man could Bat Baby Man Could Bat <laughs> Like the the man okay. you know <laughs> you remember that yes. yeah you you remember that song. Yes, I played okay. it
2: I played it at the beginning.
8: Okay, 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 okay. Yes, yeah, I'm. I'm just joining. So that, that's what happened. So just let just let me give the West Indians that have birthday and just just uh, yeah other round to today's a just today, sir, today sir, Viv, of course Sir Vivian Richards, um, the master blast himself and virtually describe the rest uh, as we know. And um, <laughs> um, tomorrow, Rayad Emmerich will be celebrating here. I think he'll be 40 years old. Riyad Emmerich, turn 40 tomorrow still playing the T20 circuit. On the ninth, Samuel Badry, uh, of course, out of Trinidad and Tobago, Edwin St. Hill. He left us a long time ago, born 1904. Uh, the West Indian, Barto Barclay, out of Barbados. Yeah, he played. Um, and we have uh, from the 11th, Jeffrey Somaya, from out of Trinidad and Tobago as well. And uh, we have Eldon Baptiste on the twelfth, along with Pamela Levine, a female cricketer motor Barbados, play for West Indies too. Eldon Baptiste, don't forget on the twelfth of March, Eldon will be celebrating his birthday. And for finally on Saturday, the thirteenth, Clifford Roach from Trinidad and Tobago, the West Indian that made the first century and also the first double century for the West Indies. Mr. Clifford Roach, out of um, Trinidad and Tobago. Bernard Julian will be celebrating also, Dennis Ramdin and Robert Samuels out of Jamaica. All the West Indians that will be celebrating their birthday um, this week. And before I, I turn it back to Leon, let me see if I can pull up the inside edge here I have for you. Okay, the inside edge for today the first West Indian player to have taken a five wicket haul on debut. Believe it or not, um, I don't think we'll even guess who that is. Um, he was born way back in 1910. He's a Jamaican. He played, I think, some three test matches for the West Indies and um, the four, four test matches, I think. And his name is Hopi, God, Hopi Johnson. Hopi Johnson. I know uh, it's the first I'm hearing of him when, when I was doing mm. this. It. It's the first I, I'm even hearing of him. Um, but he's the first West Indian to have taken a five wicket haul. On debut. As a matter of fact, he took 10 in the match. He took five in the first innings, five for 41. And in the second innings, he took five for 55. So he took 11 wickets in the match on debut. And um, that was back in 1948. So that's the inside it for you. Hopey Johnson, first to take a five wicket match, five wicket hall. Oh, and, and as a matter of fact, he took 10. 10. Five for, f- for 41, and five for 55. That's it. Well, right. I just the the hold, hold, hold. I'm sorry, I just the wicket. Simon.
2: Yeah. Simon, she was in a hurry, in a hurry for no reason. But let's bring in well, Simon. Simon has his sister on. Is it his sister, Regina?
1: Simon, come on
0: in. Oh, no, actually, it's me. It's Regina niece. is my niece, and Virginia. my sister is on. Mm-hmm. And um, Regina Henry my sister Diana O'Brien Henry and Richard mm-hmm. Henry are big supporters of our show. And they've been on since 7 o'clock trying to get on and hear her birthday called. I'm wishing my niece a very happy birthday when it comes. On the to 9th of March. On
8: the 9th of March. Yes.
0: 9th yes. of March. Yeah. And um, yes. I'm wishing her a very happy and a safe birthday. And she told me she has a first million, but a second million wouldn't hurt. So I'm hoping for the second million this year. I
3: <laughs> oh. so say all of us here,
2: Simon. We wish her a very, very happy birthday. May she live to see many more years of joy, happiness, and prosperity. And of course, good health.
1: Yes.
0: Alma is coming on. She yeah. wants to say a happy birthday to her niece there. Hold on. Oh. Yes oh Irma. Hey, happy birthday yeah, yeah. to
1: Regina. Happy birthday to you. Yes.
7: Mm-hmm. Thank
1: you, Aunt Irma.
7: Happy many well, well, happy yes. ones to come, okay? Thank yes, you yes. so much. Okay. Hi everybody. And, uh, hey, hello everybody.
8: Yes. Hi, hello. Good
7: evening. Hi, this is Regina's mother. Yes. I really just want to wish her a very, 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 very happy birthday. Wow. And may she live to see many more wonderful birthdays.
8: And so say all of us. So say all of us again. Thank you.
4: <laughs> yes, no, and, all
8: and, of and, you. and I'm <laughs> going to give her her full name Regina Elizabeth Henry. Yes, happy birthday. birthday. Yes. Yes. everything. Mr. And McKenzie, you know come on in and
2: say happy birthday to <laughs> Regina. Mm-hmm.
8: Okay, one
1: more. One more, thank you. Yeah.
5: This is Regina's father, and I want to say happy, happy, happy birthday to her. And I intend for her to have many, many more and enjoy yeah. the life that God gave her.
1: Amen, Landry, amen. Happy
5: birthday to
1: her. Amen. Thank amen. you so much for the birthday greeting. I am yes. looking forward to many, many more, as long as some want to be here. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. anyone like for the birthday, and maybe
2: shout it out to uh, some other one. Before Regina goes, let's give R- Regina her her,
1: Her, her props, uh, and, yes. Yes, yes. And I you know, uh, hope is. Okay.
3: Happy birthday
1: to you Mary Happy birthday
2: Happy birthday to you, Regina. God bless you.
1: Thank you so much. Yes, indeed.
2: All right. So let's turn our attention to Sir Vivian Richards now. We can play a song for him because today's his birthday, too.
1: Vivi is the name, cricket is the game Brother, I don't know how he could play cricket so But his batting, bowling, feeling, catching is breathtaking Sometimes I just wonder if these are next lovers in the making That man Richard could really bat It's something to see him And the attack, slundering the land Again and again, it's remarkable how he does dictate. Terra, Bobby and Richards, not Trumps, not Lily, not Diddy, not Shondadika. Perfect coordination, of body and mind. That brother is really dynamite. Faster, speed. He ain't give a franc while you're holding him. Faster, uh, slowly. You're going back to the bong
2: Yes, the great Sir Vivian Richards' turn of what today? Next year he's going to be 70 years. 69 years old. 69 years old. We just want to just extend our best wishes to him. That's uh, my
6: smoking Joe.
2: Smoking Joe. Isaac Vivian Alexander Richards turned yes. 59 today. And Virgil so, is celebrating. Talk yeah, to us, Virgil. Just,
6: we, yeah, we just laughed another week. We just laughed the captain. I... Oh my, for not... Mm-hmm.
8: Uh, Why not not get caught behind? Not so. What's the the score? What's the latest score? 61 for three. Okay, 61
2: for three. He promoted himself ahead of Pruran and pushing at the ball outside the off some. He could
8: have left that alone. Yeah. We're in trouble, All right. It, it just that sometimes it pays off, other time it, it doesn't. So, yes. <laughs> Yeah, he promoted himself and and he didn't come up this time. Put on, put in,
2: put, send him for run. I understand for run
8: to, to, uh, to uh, face uh, the music. Oh bravo! But yeah. You, you know, when when I looked at um, Johnson Charles, I was wondering why he's not in in the in the in the lineup. That's right. That's in, true. In the torn party, you know, he has been he has been on fire. He's been playing in the um, was it the big not big box, and the, 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 I think the league down by um Abu Dhabi as a T10. LPL, he was and, playing and LPL. LPL. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and and yeah, LPL, right. The, the longer Premier League, and he, he also played in the US Open, and and he mm-hmm. he was man of match in one in, in 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 one of the um was mid the final maybe, yeah. but, you know. But he, he has been scoring runs, so i was wondering why he was not considered for the for the West Indies team, you know, even even to in a party.
5: Yep,
2: well I thought so too. Jansen Charles have been I don't know. Sometimes these fellas might say that he must be. He must have said that he's not available. Probably. Yeah. Sometimes it do
8: available. happen. I don't
2: know. Yeah. yeah. Or anything else? Anybody else want to announce a birthday or anything of that nature before yes, we move on?
6: I, I, I have a few, I have a few um, nuggets here. You know that this is the uh, International Women's Year, so I try to look to see what I can find to say hi to all these women all around, all around the world. There is this reggae girl from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. She is um, T.N.L. And she's in Israel playing soccer. Which I think is very nice of her to be in Israel playing soccer. Hello, Hello Next, I have um, Hannah Darlington. An Australian mm-hmm. lady.
1: She is she's here. the
6: youngest cricket captain. She's from New South Wales.
8: What's her then
6: egg? um then there's um Beth Mooney in Australia from Australia and she was cricketer of the year. Congratulations to her. Then um, I want to uh, we have a death in Jamaica. Bonnie Wheeler, the famous Bonnie Wheeler, he died recently. To express regret at his passing and to hope his family is doing well. Well,
8: elaborate a little more on uh, bon, who is Bonnie Wheeler. You you could do that for me. Okay. Go ahead. Famous, famous musician. No, when you when you when you. Okay, he's mm-hmm. one of the original whalers, one of the original that, that's right. whalers, the vocal. The vocal, not because the, the whalers included the band. We have the, um, Bar- the Barrett brothers. One of them was shot and killed, Aston Family Man Barrett, and the other Barrett and other music the other guys that play the, the instrument. But the vocal whalers, you know, Bob Marley and the whalers, vocal, the original um, Peter Tosh, Bob Marley, and Bonnie Whalers, they are the original when it comes to the singing part of it. That's not in the band.
6: Thank you. Then in Mm -hmm. India, this week, they'll be playing at the world's biggest cricket stadium, England and India, questioning that great, famous cricket girl, the biggest in the world.
8: England lost both both matches.
6: Yep. Let's see how it goes.
3: So, it's back to you, sir. Thank
2: you. Yes. Let's hear from Dennis. Okay. Dennis, birthday okay. before
3: you go? Dennis. Yes. Thank, thank you, Leon. I want to wish a happy birthday to my nephew, Nicholas Heath, out in Canada. His birthday was Saturday. Mm-hmm. And that is all the birthday that I have for this particular month. of. Uh... Yes.
8: <laughs> okay. Yeah. When you're finished, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, Mr. Mackenzie, re- remind us about International Women's. I think Women's Month, Women's or or Year, International month, Women's Year. I think, I think it, it is is the month of March, but whatever. Uh, but I'm, I just want to be reminded of the great underground leader for the liberation of this, uh, of slavery of slavery yes. uh, of the slaves, rather, mm-hmm. and that's Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she died early later this month, the tenth of March. She die, She she had died way back nineteen thirteen, at age about ninety. You know, in those days there were there weren't any accurate records of birth of slaves and stuff like that. But so she, it is said that she died about ninety years old, and that was back in nineteen thirteen on the tenth of March. So she cannot be forgotten, Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. Harry Tubman and tomorrow, tomorrow will be the anniversary of Malcolm Marshall playing his oh, last he... match for the West Indies um. played his last match for the West Indies um, 1992 um, he played his last in, in, a, in a World Cup and that was when he played the, the last time for the West Indies and also tomorrow, the big anniversary of the greatest fight of the century but then, Muhammad Ali and yeah. Joe, Frazier, Joe Frazier,
2: 1971
8: at Madison Square, Madison Square Garden. Ali and Frazier uh, were guaranteed $2.5 million each. And then it was the biggest purse in boxing history, 1971, at 8th of March. Mm-hmm. And it was dubbed the champion that never lost and the champion that never wins. So um, Fraser was undefeated. Um, because Ali was stripped of the title. And Ali came back and he beat Jerry Quarry and Asuka Bonavina. And then he met Joe Fraser, And we know that fight went 15 rounds. And um, Fraser won a decision, knocked Ali down in the fifteen round. Um, but Fraser was a mess after the fight. And he was in hospital for quite a while. Um, but mm. tomorrow will be the anniversary, the eighth of March, nineteen seventy-one, greatest fight of the century, as it was dubbed. Back okay, home, sir. All right, sir. So anyone else?
3: Okay,
2: so Audley, that was wonderful. And Virginia, we want to wish you a happy birthday. And of course, Sir Viv, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. You're an
8: awesome. Um, One more thing before you go, Mr. Fr- Mr. Francis. Uh, we have a big, a big thing coming up on the 20th of this month too. One, 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 Mr. Um, and Mrs. O'Brien will be oh, celebrating a wedding oh. anniversary. The 20th, Thank you. Me the 20th of them. this the 20th month, 20th of March. Yeah, the 20th of March. One, Mr. Mr. O'Brien and his wife Irma will be celebrating tw- um, almost 60 years. So, as we come along, they'll tell us more about that. But just a reminder, they'll be celebrating their many, many, many years of being together. And we keep that in mind as we go along. Yeah.
2: Okay. And just, just before you go, I, I said earlier that I lost a brother in law, uh, Rosbert Bird. He is the, he's the, he married to my sister, adopted sister. She was at my son's funeral and she spoke there. Uh, headmistress of the of the um princess margaret secondary school her husband dr Rothford bird he has passed on to be with the lord and i uh, just want to say may his soul rest in everlasting peace and rise in glory uh,
8: uh, great man and i just very I, I just want to i just want to add condolences to the family, family mr
7: Mr. We're Francis,
8: in, um, in, we, we, in. we know we're not saying condolences to the dead, but to the family. Um, <laughs> and yes, he's yes. gone and, you know, may his soul rest yes. in peace. And yes, we, we, we're sorry to hear that. But um, we have to just keep it in mind that he's just gone on before us. Our time yes. just hadn't arrived as yet. Yes. Um, yes. I think the statistics say that I think every seven seconds, are you, I think every seven or 11 seconds, so one of those is uh, somebody died. Yes, yeah, so does. I always say my, my seven more, whether it's seven or 11 seconds, don't come as yet. But you no. know as long as we guarantee a hundred out of a hundred person die, one out of one die, it's just a matter of time. So we ought yeah. to be reminded. Seventy-three, four, three. for
2: Gail and Puran are in. Gail is on 13, or, and Puran is on nine. About, yeah, nine, nine. Okay, so anything else, Audley? Finish it off.
8: Okay, I didn't do the official introduction because I was late. Oh, but um, yes. yes, it's a number of not even abbreviated. It went on for a while. So this has been the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary. I will join us next week. Uh, Sunday, approximately 7 o'clock, when once again we'll do it all over the Walter Henry's birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Leo. Yes.
2: yes, indeed. And those who have been celebrating birthdays, I just want to just say happy birthday to you and hope that you will all celebrate a wonderful birthday. Virgil, is he on? Or he, there for, so many wickets have fallen that he has gone to bed. Virgil, let's <laughs> go. I hear him in his job, but I have so much work to do in the background here. don't have a chance to bring him in, but I'll bring him in again. Okay, at the top of the hour, folks, we're going to be having a le- young lady out of California. He's the first to have joined the cricket fraternity over there in as a director. And Simon, well, JT is going to be back to talk to her for us and tell us some more about her. He has been in contact with her uh, more than I do. So that's about about it. So Simon is going to come back in a little later on and give us his, his, um, his um, question for the panelists. In the meantime, I'll try and see if I can get back in Virgil into the limelight again because his call was dropped. So, Artie, you did not say anything about West Indies in last. And the Second T Twenty, and of course, England's um, England's um, downfall in India,
8: the, the, uh, the demolition uh, of mm-hmm. England by India, by India. Well, mm-hmm. uh, that's yes. some demolition. Give us your thoughts. Okay, have um,
1: heard this back with us. Yes.
8: Verge. After that, after that. Um, Go ahead, Birgin is back. So just wanna let you know okay. that she's back. Okay. Yes, Go so ahead. after 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 all what happened um in, in the third test match and everything was so was, was so tantalizingly poised
2: because another week Gain is gone,
8: right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we um
2: seventy five or
3: four. Yeah, everything
8: was Right. Everything was like in the balance because um, India, who of course were leading, um, they were way ahead on points when, when they announced the, the Test Championship. And they, they changed the game, they changed the system in the middle of the, of the of what, what was going on. And um, just imagine the side that was number one, leading by many points, found themselves without playing any Test match at number three. And Australia was now number one, uh, or, or, or New Zealand, and, you know. But they're number three. So you can just imagine how, 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 how they're feeling. Because now they have to play and beat England. They went to Australia, beat Australia in Australia. They came back now we are at home, you know. They have been, it's, I think, uh, 13 home series. Uh, they have been unbeaten in third, the last 13 series in India. In uh, so we know it's much easier when they are in India, court. course. But what happened when when, when um, they changed all the system, India had to fight hard and, 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 and go to Australia and beat Australia, which is not very easy to do, to find themselves in a the position, even fighting to play in the finals. But they overcame and eventually, having just one match now to go, if they had lost that match australia would have been in the finals with with, with new zealand but because they beat england now they justifiably so are in the finals against playing new zealand because they they, the way they were they were removed from the top you know i don't think it was right to change up the whole system in the middle of when the championship is going on so we're happy that um that they, they did put a beating on england um Aksa Patel turned out to be um something else i think it took some twenty seven wickets in, in three three test matches um that's averaging av- uh, yeah, averaging um nine per match averaging you know just average yeah uh, three matches nine three twenty seven and uh, at uh, a strike uh i think something like eight point fifty seven eight point fifty three runs per wicket. So um, he, he did really, really, really well, uh, you know. And uh, he, he is a guy who, um, believe it or not, Leon, he started mm-hmm. his career as a steam bowler. He he, he, oh, was, yes, he was a fast yes. bowler. Yeah, he, he was, started his was career good. as a steam mm-hmm. bowler. But then um, he, you know, um, just decided to start um, or he was encouraged to bowl, spin, and, you know, people took note, the, the right people took note, and then, of course, he was and um, that's why the, the the Englishman had so much problem with him, because because being a, a former fast bowler, the arm, when he comes over with the arm and, and stuff, and he bowled most most of the time, almost, at the, uh, um, not not like a fast the hundred, not miles, I think, kilometers, whatever they call it, um K T G P Yeah, yeah and, right, and, and, and And um he he's spinning the ball on a lot of occasions and a lot of times as we know he does ball it straight through. So that was giving all those guys all those problems. Right. So they have no time to um uh, it wasn't said that flighted slow thing. He was coming through so aggressively. <laughs> And um that was what It paid off for him, I'm happy for him. Um had some four or five wicket hauls in, in in the six in the six innings that he's played so far. And uh, Ashwin of course the top bowler with, with um thirty two wickets and um he played one he played one match more than Al Patel. But all in all, this guy um, young Washington Thunder. It was that was left. Yes, he was left at 96 not out. And um, oh, w- boy. W- w- that, that guy, he, he's gonna be. He's gonna be here for a long time. He's still young, only 21 years old. But um, people are wondering why he's doing so well with the bat. But he, he used to play as the opener for the under 19 India in the, in the 90, under 19 team. So it just happened that he come he he, he came in at number number eight now, because he did not come in as say you know a, a, a opening bat, he did not come to the side as a, he came in as an all rounder, spin all rounder and so forth. So it shouldn't be surprising to us that he is batting so well as father, when he batted the first time and was out in for, I think 69 or something like that. His father was disappointed because. So he, he wanted to make 100 and all that he can. So with all that, uh, we must say again, Pant. Congratulations all around to to, to the, the Indian team. The Kohli was a big disappointment. Um, uh, you know when we talk about Kohli's standard for him to make, um, y- you know, I, I think least uh, 200 something, uh, uh, but it, it's not it's not much. Um do you know no
2: that uh, that um, Pant. Mm-hmm. Um, part the, the same guy there you call the 96 thunder oh, and Ashwin they make more runs than Pajara, yeah.
8: Foley. The whole thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they make more runs more, more than the, the the bottom half outplay yeah. the top half. The mm-hmm. yeah. bottom half outplay the top half. But, yes. but that, that, that's what team is all about. That's what team is all mm-hmm. about. Um, we're not expecting to see it happen like that all the time. Um, the, the top. When you, when, you, when, you, when you are picked as a batter, a batsman, mm-hmm. we are expecting for the batsmen to perform. And, you know, they lay the foundation and then the rest come build up on that foundation. But as it happened, they, 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 they were crumbling most of the time. And the the, the, the mid order, about up to number eight, number nine, sometimes have to be their patching thing. But that's what team is all about. Together, team, the acronym, together, everyone accomplishes more. So when one fails, the other one take up the slot. So um, that's the whole thing about it. So congratulations to in, to the Indians. Um, England is my number three team, and of course, they'll stay number three. And they were duly beat by, by, by India, of course. And the, the only two, um, the shining light for for them, um, the captain when it comes to the bat in in the first inning, the first test match, they 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 pulled away big time and they beat in. You know, look at the last series, the two yeah. two, two last series were the Indians when they went to Australia, they they they, they were demolished in the first test. Came okay. back, the 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 second, they pull an improbable draw. In the third and the fourth test. The same okay, thing. Okay, mm-hmm, Go ahead.
1: Yeah.
2: You, you, go ahead. You, you. Yeah. Same okay, thing we happened in England, England because... mm-hmm.
8: go Oh ahead. yes, moment, So go to Simon. Go ahead. Right. Go No, no, no go so joking, We have a, a guest. So go
2: ahead. I was going to tell you, if you cut it a little short, so we just get in
8: Simon before the guest comes on. So, but go ahead. Make your point. All right. Mm. All right. So, finish. so, so, so it was. does are just, just, just the. Um, Root then and, and 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 continue to um, provide that um, fire and, and swing, still the king of swing. So, overall, a very good series, but um, very good series for India and England. Of course, they were left licking their stores even right now, they continue not lick their sores. Nothing. all right.
2: Thank you so much, Audley, for that. Uh, gentlemen, now we have the pleasure of bringing back Simon. Simon, I'm sure you went to cut your cake with your, your niece, is it?
0: Yes, Virginia? I'm back. I just finished supper, I'm back, and I say um, I heard um oddly talking about my English team there, but I said, you know, like I said last week on the show, I'm going to be voting for India. India has the best team, hands down, you know, best team in all formats. So I'm not surprised, not at all surprised. What, what about New Zealand? He's <laughs> well, going
1: for India.
0: going for India. Uh, yeah, well, um, the, way I, the way I rate my teams, my first team is West Indies, second is England, and third is Zimbabwe.
6: Okay. So that's oh, how I
0: rate them. Zimbabwe? <laughs> well, they, you know, they've had so many struggles with politics and all that, so I just feel a little sorry for them. You know, they are called the Cinderella team. They've been through so many things, and they're still trying to come back, you know. They've been so many times and trying to come back and build a team and rebuild a team. They had so many problems. So I just feel so sorry for them. But England is my second home. You know, that's my second team. You know. Okay, okay let's say, go with our. Yeah, go ahead. Time is yeah. And I Where? know that everybody likes to hear their name called, Mr. President yeah. Leon, Audley, Virgil, Ivor, Mr. Mackenzie, Mr. Patel, and uh, all good listeners there. All over the world And Cardinal of course I haven't forgotten you Yes.
2: Yeah. And Dennis, and is, Ed, with us. Yes. Dennis is with us Dennis And I hope with everyone
0: you. Had a wonderful week Last week And I'm praying We'll have a much Better week this week Okay gentlemen And ladies I have a very easy Question tonight
2: You forget to call Mr. Heat. Dennis is on With us as well
0: Yes and a good evening, evening To you too And I'm sorry To leave you out But it was just An oversight It uh, yes, wasn't uh, intentional Okay, a very easy question tonight. I know all your cricket lovers would have this one ready. Uh, Could you tell me, gentlemen, ladies, when did West Indies team achieve test status? I'm going to repeat. When did West Indies team achieve test status? In what year? And for bonus points, against which team first they played test?
8: 1928 against England. Yeah. 1928 against England. Okay. 26. Even
2: at
0: 26. 1928. 28. 1928. 28. Okay. We went to England, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, we are going. We are going to go to the panel. I didn't mm-hmm. hear Virgil over in sunny Antigua. Yeah, he was there. He looked the march uh-huh. okay maybe maybe he's gone for
8: supper no he he's he's what? he is well engulfed in, in the west indies sri lanka match Ooh.
2: Wicked, oh, wicked okay yeah 95 for 5 okay and okay. that's it go down
0: okay that's good and that's good all right <laughs> go okay ahead. let's go to the panel mr mackenzie what do you say
6: um, as for me, I think it was
0: 1945 What? In the okay. Game. okay. What? And, um, do we have a Cardinal with us?
2: No, we don't have Cardinal.
0: And Ivor? Ivor with us? He was with us, but he's, he's uh,
2: off <laughs> now, I think. I'm
0: okay. And what about
2: Mr. Patel? Patel hasn't come back yet, so. Okay.
1: All right. Okay, Dennis, so, Mr. We President, and
2: we, have Virgil. we have Dennis and Virgil.
0: Okay, Virgil. Oh. oh, I thought he was busy watching the Sri Lanka match. <laughs> okay, Mr. President, should I reveal the question? The answer? Yes,
2: yes, the answer. Would you ask Dennis? Dennis asked the question. Dennis is
0: the answer. Yeah,
3: Dennis,
0: give me your answer. Give me your Dennis,
3: answer, Dennis. I, I played England first, that's for sure, and I hmm. would go for. Uh, about 1936,
0: or thereabouts. 36. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Is, is that all, Mr. President?
2: Uh, Virgil, Virgil, you're on. Your time. Give us your... Virgil, case.
0: I don't know if you heard the question. I can repeat it for him.
2: He dropped, he dropped again, so I can't go back
0: in. Again. <laughs> but yeah, Ryan. he's watching the cricket. Okay. Okay, my book here says that West Indies achieved... Test status, 1926, and they mm-hmm. played their first test against England in 1928. All right. That's what my book is telling me.
8: 1928. Okay, so, so Leon, what I got mixed up with is what, when they played. But, yeah, 1926. Leon did say 1926. 1926. They got it, they, they just, 1926. That, yeah, 1926.
0: Leon.
8: Yeah, you did say. Uh, yes. Yeah, they, play, they played 28 against England, but 26 they got the status. You're right.
0: That's okay, thank you so much. Thank let me you, do this, Simon. Simon, let me do this,
2: please. We do have Mr. Uh, Dennis. He had prepared but, uh, a little no. script before we go to our guest. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to just say what you know before. Dennis, briefly, but, yes. we have about eight minutes before we join our our guest. So I'm going to give five, you a chance. Yes.
3: I, I think the comments on the first two one day matches. And mm-hmm. in the first one, the final results of the first T20 was not as historic as the build-up to the match. Sri Lanka, in their build-up, had the desire to end their five-match losing streak. Meanwhile, the West Indies were home to regroup with a recall of the old and seasoned limited-only <clears throat> players. West Indies had the desire to forget the bruising losses in their last tour in Bangladesh, where the limited over matches were deeply embarrassing. In this first T20, West Indies won the toss and elected to bowl. Danushka was the first Sri Lankan wicket, an absolutely amazing diving catch by Pollard. He faced six balls for four runs. Diquella and Nisanka steadied the innings with a 50 run second wicket partnership. Diquella was out for 33 at Dipping Yorker from Jason Holder. At the 71-run mark and nearly 10 overs bowled, two overs later, sharp footwork behind the wicket by Poran, Nisanka was out stumped for 39 runs. Sri Lanka's score was now three wickets for 83 runs after 12.2 overs. Rain stopped play, briefly resuming play after about 20 minutes. The remaining seven Sri Lankan wickets contributed 48 runs to the score for a total of 131 in the allotted 20 overs, a run rate of 6.55. Simmons and Lewis opened for the West Indies, and the fireworks began. Over number one score was 19 runs, the result of three consecutively struck boundaries all six runs. Lewis struck two more boundaries, a four and a six, and he was finally caught on the boundary. He scored 28 runs in the third over of the match. The first wicket partnership was 52 runs. The bowler was Dan Anjaya. The next two West Indian players had no idea that soon they would be in the historical cricket books. Chris Gale and Poran both were out to consecutive deliveries from Dan Anjaya. In cricket lore, a much-desired hat-trick. Three wickets in three consecutive balls, with the score at 52 for three wickets in 34 overs, Sri Lanka was in celebratory mode. But reality came to the crease. Batting at number five was Captain Kirod Pollard. And this over number five of the West Indies innings, the bowler Pollard, was the initially newly minted hat-trick hero, Dananjaya? Jaya. Ball one to Pollard, a tremendous drive by Pollard. Boundary six runs scored. Dananjaya Jaya bowled five more balls to Pollard, and each ball was dispatched consecutively for boundary hit six runs. The total, the tally, six balls all hit for boundary six runs. Another magnificent feat for the history book. After a masterful Shakespearean style bow to acknowledge the congratulations from the assembled few on the boundary, Pollard was out for 38 runs from 11 balls in the sixth over. The total score was 101 for five. Jason Holder, 29 runs and Drain Bravo, four runs to bring the match to the winning score with 41 balls. Nearly seven overs remaining. The winning margin was Four wickets. Now I have a historical Postscript The hat trick has been achieved 14 times in T20 International matches Dananjaya has joined Two other Sri Lankans Pereira and Malinga To have achieved this feat Karen Pollard Is no stranger to the cricket history Books either His six sixes have has added to his Achievements Pollard has struck a total of 712 sixes in a career 472 innings. This is second behind leader Chris Gale, who has struck a total of 1,008 career sixes in 405 innings. So, gentlemen, that was my uh, assessment of the first T20 match that the West Indies won. Yeah. And now if I have an assessment it. of the second T20 yeah. well,
2: would, would you be able to do it in three yes. minutes? Yes, yeah, yeah. if you can do it in three minutes uh, uh, Go ahead Or yes, we can call uh, it Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Many Go ahead. Ardent West, In the T20, the second match Many ardent West Indies supporters on Wednesday night Saw flashes of sparks, glittering antique and Sky Those fans returned to the same venue on Friday expecting to see the flames burning bright and furious. However, what the supporters found on Friday was that the visiting Sri Lanka had discarded the garden hose and instead used a giant fire hose to douse the flame. Sri Lanka broke their six-match six match losing streak in T20 international matches. The visitors read the pitch well. They won the toss and chose to bat first. The opening partnership batted with ease and confidence. They drove, cut, and reverse sweep the lollipops from the West Indies old guards. The 96-run partnership ended in the 10th over. With the final four, Sri Lankan batsmen continued the push the singles, scoring with confidence. Almost six singles per over with the occasional boundary. At the conclusion of the allotted 20 overs, the Sri has scored a total of 160 for six at a run rate of eight. When the West Indies came to bat, many fans wondered if 161 runs would be any kind of a challenge. With the vision of the night sky lighting up from Wednesday, they waited. Three overs, and Lewis is out for six runs. The score, nine runs for one wicket. In come Chris Gale. This is Gale of the 1860s in one IPL innings. 3 overs later, Gale was back in the pavilion with 16 runs to his credit. Simmons was next to go for 21 runs in the 7th over. West Indies 48 for 3. No fear. Pollard of recent history book fame is still to come. Alas, 17 overs later, Pollard was back in the changing room with 13 runs to his credit. West Indies' score was now 93 for eight. McCoy tried hard to strike a spark. He scored 23 runs in one over with two sixes and two fours. Alas, there was not enough kindling to light this fire. West Indies' 117, lost by 43 runs. All credit to Sri Lanka. They came with a purpose. Their bowlers using the conditions... Mesmerized West Indian in batting with their mix of off breaks, leg breaks, and googlies. They fielded very well and outplayed the West Indies old guards. The same players who were tearing up the field with the 50 50 exploits. Well done, Sri Lanka. See you on Sunday for match number three. And of All course, right. right now, match number three, it's back to you, Leon.
2: Thank you so, so very much. And it is indeed a great pleasure for me and honor to bring on Mrs. Audrey Moore. And Jatin, I want you to pick it up from here. Good evening to Mrs. Moore. Hello, Jatin? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, Mrs. Moore is on 707-439. That's the number? Yes. Good evening, ma'am. Welcome to the cricket show. And it's a pleasure to have you with us. And I hope you will be able to find pleasure in the number of panelists on, on this platform that will be asking you a series of questions. Jatin? Hi. Hi. Good evening to you. We thought yes. we had lost you, Ms. Moore. or many
1: more?
5: Let me welcome the Audrey first. For the panelists mm-hmm. and uh, fans around the world, I'd like to introduce the Audrey Moore. She is uh, from uh, California. Is mm-hmm. one of the passionate uh, cricket enthusiasts. We call it. Is mm-hmm. the first ever woman elected to the Northern California Cricket Association uh, Board of Directors during 2021. She also a part of uh, Board of Directors for the Southern California Junior Cricket Academy which is a non-profit uh, organization based in Compton, California, which is the southeast of uh, Los Angeles downtown. Uh, Well, actually, she is more involved on the youth cricket side, and she heavily uh, manages the programs, events, fundraising, and all sorts of organizational uh, strategic uh, work She is a part of uh, cricket as a hobby, but in the past she has worked for the Fortune 500 companies like Walmart and Google. And she currently is in the ad tech for the Lit Off Mobile in Redwood City, California. So outside her professional career, Audrey is known as a culture savvy, outgoing person who enjoys spending her free time volunteering and uh, decorating homemade uh, cakes. That's another hobby she has. Okay. So here is uh, Audrey uh, Moore. She is uh, kind of uh, part of the cricket in uh, US cricket, still in California for the last uh, seven years plus, I would say. And she's uh, she is, uh uh, excited to see the growth of sport cricket here in the U.S., uh, right from <laughs> California to all over the U.S. and she is heavily involved in the youth and women program. And uh, recently on February 13, she hosted that one of the SEAP uh, Level 1 uh, cricket training online, virtual training during this corona. And it was a successful program with the lead. So welcome to the Audrey today and uh, we like to have you have a word if you like to add something uh, besides my introduction about you you can feel free to talk about it and then we'll go with the you know, panelists with some questions regarding your cricket interest
9: absolutely thank you so much justin for having me today and thank you to all of the panelists as well i'm so excited and honored to be here um thank you for that very thorough introduction um mm-hmm. Yeah, just expounding on what you said, I am someone who has grown up in the United States most of my life. Um, I was born and raised here, but I never really had heard about cricket, really, until I was attending college at the University of Southern California, and some of my international friends from India introduced to me. So ever since that, Day that they had, and I, I got to experience my first cricket match. It was an intramural cricket match, playing taped tennis ball on one of our um, turf, like Astro turf fields. I, I've been hooked ever since. That must have been at the, I don't know, the spring of 2014. So I, in years, I'm relatively green. I'm relatively new to cricket. But I consider myself someone who's very passionate about the sport and very passionate about growing the sport in the United States. So, yeah, but I'm really looking forward to this interview uh, with all of your panelists and with you today. Thank you for having me. Uh,
2: it's a great pleasure. My name is Leon Francis. And my first question to you How does it feel <laughs> to be among, working among lots of men who know the sports and uh, perhaps I, you just being introduced to it? How does it feel? What is your experience?
9: You know, um, it's been a big learning experience for me. And and mm-hmm. I think for me, it feels like a really great opportunity to bring in a an additional view. I think that a lot of organizations haven't really had. When you're talking about working with men who've had a lot of experience in cricket and we're trying to figure out how to grow the program in the United States, well, here's a U.S. citizen who didn't know what cricket was. And I can tell you that... When people were explaining things to me and they're saying, okay, you have two runners who have to run between the wickets during this number of balls and you start throwing out this cricket terminology, it's very confusing for um, an American citizen who's not familiar with cricket as most Americans aren't. Mm. So having that perspective on how can we explain cricket so that it's easily understandable. Okay, then once we get them to understand, then how can we go from there? Being able to bring that perspective, I think, has been very valuable for the organizations that I work with. Um, Being able to bring that perspective as a woman um, to leadership has been very valuable, I feel. Um, But for me, it's ultimately been a wonderful learning experience being able to work with so many gentlemen who have years, like you said, just years of experience with the sport, um, years of know-how, and they're teaching me new things every day. So it's quite an honor.
2: That's great. And my other question before I pass you on to the other panelists. How do you – have you find it difficult to introduce the sports to an American? Because, you know, lots of Americans don't know the sports per se. And um, trying to introduce them, they 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 ask – when I do that, they ask, what's that? That's a uh, – The, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Or <laughs> oh, is it an insect? So, you know, introducing <laughs> the topic to, to a, a native-born a American and they're trying to take a young lady or a young man into the sports. Your difficulty, you find it difficult to introduce them to the sport to tell them what you do?
9: I don't feel like it's difficult to introduce them. I feel like getting them to play, that may be a whole other question there. But, <laughs> agree. Yeah. I get the same thing when I talk about um, yeah, I play cricket as a sport. People go, oh, um, is that the one where you have the little hammers and there are arches and you have to hit the ball through that? I'm like, no, 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 that's that's croquet. Okay. <laughs> so um, sometimes there's confusion with that. Sometimes, like you said, there's confusion with the phone or the insect. But yeah. for me, it's less of an issue, again, because not being familiar with cricket and then having learned the game I'm able to compare certain aspects of the game to either American sports or I'm able to explain it in terms that are more understandable. So, uh, for example, when I'm introducing cricket to an American, I don't say the bowler and I don't say balls at first. I'll Mm. say you have a pitcher because Mm -hmm. in baseball, the the person who's bowling, essentially, or who's throwing the ball is called Mm -hmm. the pitcher. And each ball is called a pitch, which, you know, I'm sure everybody on the cricket side now is very confused. They're like, pitch? Field? What is she talking about? Um, But no, in in American baseball, pitch is is the equivalent of a ball, right? So because Americans know that, I'll say, okay, you have the pitcher, and he's going to throw a certain number of pitches for his team. And in the meantime, you're going to have the batters, and I'll call them batters instead of batsmen. And they're going to bat and bat and bat until they run out of pitches. And once that happens, you're going to switch sides. That's your one innings change, and that's when Americans get surprised. It's only one innings? Yeah, it's only one innings. Uh, Mm -hmm. You get your one innings change, and then Team B is going to pitch the ball a certain number of times. And the batters are going to bat and bat until, you know, they run out of pitches. And whoever has the highest score wins. Now, obviously, this is a, this is a gross oversimplification of how cricket is played. But once they get that, then
7: mm-hmm. they're like,
9: "Oh, okay." So, uh, so how many points do you get, or or how do you get out? Um, and you know, and and that's what draws them is just that basic understanding and using terms that they're familiar with really helps to introduce um, Native-born Americans to the sport.
2: Yes, indeed. Thank you for those answers. Now we're going to ask Audley Watson, one of our senior members of this organization, to ask you a couple of questions. Audley? Sure. Um,
8: sorry. Um, good evening, but um, sorry, I just came back on because they, they, the, the program had dropped and I was trying a couple of times and I, I didn't hear, you know, I wasn't getting back, but, you know, finally yeah, I got I, back.
2: I brought you back in. Mm-hmm.
8: So, yes, so I, 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 I didn't hear the, the you know, the whole discussion and whatever. So uh, I'll listen for a little while and then I'll ask. Okay. Question. Sorry.
2: How about you, Mr. Dennis? Dennis Heat. Dennis comes yes. from
3: California.
2: Yes. Okay. Dennis, your question good. to Moore.
3: Yes. Good afternoon or good evening, Mrs. Moore. Welcome to the show and the program and congratulations on your achievements in this very baffling games to um, uh, Americans. I know as an umpire out there, I've seen many Americans passing by to see a game in progress, and they'll stop for two, as you say, pitches, and then Uh they're off. They somehow seem very, very difficult, very reluctant to spend a little bit more than five minutes looking at the match to understand what's going on. At any rate, I'm happy to have you, and I'm very, you know, want to give you congratulations for your involvement. I have two questions for you, if you may. Um, yes. Importantly, you're in the Compton area, which of are Southern California, Los Angeles area, most knowingly to more people. Are you in any way working with the uh, cricket administration in the Southern California region in your current um, program? And secondly do you have any idea how many youth teams are currently being groomed by the Southern California Cricket Association? Back to you. Yes.
4: Sure.
9: And thank you, Dennis, for all of your congratulations. I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So for myself personally, I'm a little bit of an anomaly. I am actually based in Foster city in Northern California. It's kind of nearby San Ah. Francisco Uh, So I'm more involved, and then that's why I'm on the uh, DOD for the Northern California Cricket Association. That said, coming out of Compton, yes, we try to partner with as many different organizations as possible coming out of Southern California because we believe that we're stronger together, right, in terms of growing the program. Um, We have been involved in the past with Southern California Cricket Association, Um, In terms of their tournaments, we attended one of their tournaments in 2019 near the end of the year, and that was a really big feat for our players um, who, of course, don't have any other local teams to compete against and who were really uh, proud that they got to play on such beautiful pitch, beautiful fields, beautiful grounds at Woodley. Um, We've also maintained a, a working relationship with the Southern California Cricket Association so that in case there are any other events that come up, that we may want to partner with. Um, We always keep an open mind about that, but we are a separate entity and we are a separate academy from the Southern California Cricket Association. So there is that as well. In terms of youth teams being groomed, again, unfortunately, because I am not um, within the leadership of SCCA, I can't fully speak to the number of teams that they're grooming or what their overall youth strategy is, Um, I believe SCCA, like many organizations within the United States, really wants to focus on youth cricket and developing their youth cricket programs uh, in the near future. Again, I think, you know, coming back to uh, Leon's question earlier, which was a really great question about how to introduce cricket to Americans. For older Americans, it, it can be harder, right? We're a little older, we're set in our ways. Or, you've just had that tradition for so many years of going to American football games, of going to baseball games, of going to basketball games, but not really cricket. Whereas mm. if we introduce cricket to the youth, you know, we're starting them out fresh. We're opening their eyes to a, a new kind of sport that gives them global opportunities in ways that American sports like football, basketball, baseball can't. So I think i Again, I can't speak on behalf of SCCA, but based on, again, the working relationship that we have with them, I feel like youth programs are a priority for them. I know they certainly are for the Northern California Cricket Association. Um, most of our board of directors, if not all, really want to prioritize growing our youth programs. Um, and that's why it's really great to work, again, with SDJCA out of Compton and see the fruits of growing our youth programs um, from Native-born Americans.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, let me Thank pause you. for a pause before I bring you back, um, uh, Audrey, because the West Indies has won by three wickets. Alan came on and hit a whirlwind 21 and brought us home. So winning by three wickets, West Indies, and winning the series. So I thought the panelists might like, love to hear that. Um how about you Simon? Simon O'Brien, he hails from a little town uh country in Montserrat in the in the Leeward Islands in the Caribbean area. But he played cricket in England. Simon, your question to Audrey. Simon, is he oh he's
1: not with
2: us? Okay, so how about you, Virgil? Virgil, are you with us still? Job he? No. Okay.
6: Well, uh, let's turn our attention to Mr. McKenzie. McKenzie. Well, I want, I want, I want to ask her. Where did you learn your cricket? Was it in your early school days or what?
9: Oh, hi there. Um, yeah. In in terms of my cricket development, it has been fairly recent. I think compared to most cricketers in the United States, um, I. So to give you all an idea, I am 26 years old, and I first learned about cricket back in 2014, spring of 2014. So I was in, I was at the tail end of my first, my freshman year in college, and I came back the following semester, so that would have been the fall of 2014, my second year in college, um with this idea of I'm going to attend every single cricket game that my friend is playing. It was part of an intramural league at a university of Southern California. I want to attend every single game and I'm going to bring my camera because I'm an amateur photographer. That's another one of my many hobbies. And as I started clicking photos and posting them, it kind of became a, a real recruiting effort for the club. We started seeing a real increase in interest as we're posting to social media and because of that and because of my dedication to showing up every match, sometimes I would take the kit home since I lived close by and we didn't have a storage facility. Um, and so I was in charge of, like, bringing the kit on time as well. Um, just overall dedication to the club earned me a spot on the executive board for the Children Cricket Club at USC the following semester. So that would have been spring of 2015. And essentially what came out of that was, hey, if you're going to be on the board you need to learn how to play, which I totally agreed with. Now, we played, again, we played with a tape tennis ball on an astroturf football field that was encircled by a track. So not your traditional cricket startup either. Um, But it was with that, it was, um, we also developed a women's program because if I was going to play, we certainly wanted other women to play as well. So I was able to develop a women's program that was incorporated into our intramural league that taught up other women as well and and encouraged coaches, I'm sorry encouraged captains to invest time coaching up their women players and that's certainly what my captain did with me is making sure that before the game started, I got some extra practice time to just hold the bat, try and do the ball uh, you know. Helping me to hit on the on the off side more than the leg side because I'm okay. a I'm a right hander. Okay. Tackle. So all all sorts of good stuff like that, just you know basics. But unfortunately, you know this again, these were very much basics. These were not ideal conditions uh, for learning cricket. Sometimes. So when I moved to the Bay Area um, in 2018, I looked for a, a team couldn't find a team to coach me up and years passed by until um, until the end of 2019, really, when the NCCA uh, was very gracious and willing to take me on as part of their organization. And one of the coaches um, from the affiliated academies, he has been an amazing coach. He has taken me on. And so for the past year or so on and off due to COVID, of course, but for the past year and so he has really been coaching me up to play uh, with the leather ball, and helping me work on my batting stance, helping me work on the foundational basics of mm-hmm. cricket. Mm-hmm.
6: Another question, Mr. McKenzie, any more? Yes, I want, um, w- what do you do now for cricket in your area?
2: Absolutely.
9: So in Northern California, as part of the Northern California Cricket Association, I'm on the board of directors.
6: So wow, I work with wow,
9: team of- great.
6: Congratulations. <laughs>
2: At 26? At oh, That's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm.
9: Many thanks, gentlemen. I, I really appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, so on the board of directors, I work with a wonderful team of gentlemen, and our job is to drive the strategy for the NCCA, which, I mean, is just a, a vast and wonderful organization. It's quite an expansive organization of cricketers and cricket clubs. And right now what we're working on is planning our season, planning tournaments, again focusing on our youth development among other things. Um, Hopefully now that I'm on the board we can also focus on some of our women's development but um, just you know now that we're coming out of COVID we've been having meetings to plan strategy for how we're going to be hosting our, our upcoming seasons. How are we going to be hosting our tournaments that typically we would hold preseason, you know, kind of as a kickoff, right? A kickoff to the season, give players an extra chance to to play before the the season starts. But we're still in a COVID-19 situation, right? Where we're having to really work with cities to get permits for ground. Where in California, uh, our reopening strategy is based on tiers. And it was only very recently that many of the counties where we have ground have started opening up into higher tiers where we could acquire permits. So kind of shuffling around our tournaments, uh, working with the executive board to, to give them those guidelines and that strategy. Um, and then we have also, again, focusing on youth, started our youth league um, just this weekend. Actually, it started yesterday. It was a fabulous game. Uh, you can see it on Facebook. We, we had some live videos. We had some great mm-hmm. photos there. And for my part, while we're still waiting for the rest of California and the rest of our permits to open up, I'm going to start off by doing the same thing, grabbing my camera, going to those games, and clicking as many great shots as I can so that we can post on social media, so that we have that great content. It's shareable, it's exciting, and hopefully that can drive more interest for cricket, especially youth cricket in Northern California. Hmm.
6: One last question for you. Have you heard about the US Cricket Association?
9: Uh I'm sorry, you you asked about the which which cricket association?
6: The United States Cricket Association. Have you heard about it?
7: I have. I have. There are a lot of there are
9: a lot of different uh cricketing associations with the United uh the United States. I know USA Cricket. Uh United mm-hmm. States Cricket Association, USACA is I believe the former name of what is now currently USA cricket. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I went.
1: Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Your okay.
3: question Your question. No. Leon Dennis here. I I have a okay. follow up question for Mrs Moore.
2: Yeah, but uh, go ahead. Okay, I was have someone else lined
3: up, but go ahead. Okay, Mrs Moore, I know that uh, you said you came out of USC, and I'm aware that USC um, University had quite a number of well established cricket teams in the Southern California leagues. So I'm wondering if the university administrators Mm-hmm. they're sanctioned the cricket, various cricket associate teams within the university because they seem to have uh, backing and support from within the university itself. Am I correct? You know, unfortunately, after I graduated,
9: I was no longer affiliated with the club because I was no longer a student. Um, it is intended to be a student-run organization, so I can't really speak to the current process. I will say that um, when I was part of the Trojan Cricket Club and when I even became president, I was the first female president of the Trojan Cricket Club after my semester on the executive board. During that time that I was involved with the club, we were part of the um, the Recreational uh, Club Council, or RCC for short. And this is the governing body for all sports at USC. I'm sorry, all club sports at USC. And depending on where you performed, meaning if you had great community service, if you were playing regional-level tournaments, if you're playing state-level tournaments, if you're playing national-level tournaments, um, that puts you in a certain tier, and that tier came with a certain amount of funding. So for all of the years except for one, and that was due to an organizational shift by the RCC, not by the Trojan Cricket Club, uh, the USC Cricket Program, has been in the tier one from uh, this USC RCC. So we receive maximum funding that any club sport could receive, or we receive maximum field space for practice time that any one club sport can receive. So in that way, we definitely have the support. Um, In terms of a number of cricket teams, I can't fully speak to that either. I know that we had one team that was entered into the SCCA while I was on the executive board and president, and I believe after I left, They added an additional team, so that would have been two teams. Um, A big part of the way at USC that we fundraised was by hosting intramural tournaments to fund, to self-sufficiently fund our teams that uh, participated in the SCCA. But again, I can't fully speak to that strategy now in terms of how many teams are and in terms of what the relationship with the university is. Uh, But while I was president, Yes, we we had a really great relationship with the university. We worked um, with various other organizations at the university. So we were on the USC TV channel, Trojan Visions, on a show called Balance. Uh, We were featured to the entire university via that show, which was fantastic. Uh, We were featured in the Neon Tommy, which is the university's magazine. Uh, We have a university paper and we have a university magazine. So we were featured in that. And we partnered with um, different international student support offices to host Cricket 101 seminars and workshops.
1: So oh, um,
9: that was them. I hope they have the same wonderful relationship now.
1: Thank,
3: um, you. thank you so
2: much.
9: Thank I- you.
1: Yeah,
2: thank you. Um, I'm going to just, Audrey, I'm going to put you on to a young lady out of Tampa. She's very much involved with uh, women's cricket. And I'm sure you'd love oh. to hear. My name is Jatsna, Jach- Jatsna Patel.
7: Jatsna, you're on. you got you got it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pronunciation is so clear.
7: I'm so proud of you again. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>.
7: <laughs> um, yeah. uh, yes. Um, good evening, everybody. Uh, Miss Audrey, um, very good. Uh, great achievement, and uh, very proud of you. Uh, what uh-huh. are you doing? Uh, for the cricket my question is for you are you still playing cricket many thanks ma'am um you know what I
9: I am but I'm not affiliated with the team yet so when I say that I am playing this is mostly myself and my boyfriend who is also an avid fan of cricket Uh, we may play one-off games with each other Uh, During my coaching sessions, I'm uh, practicing and playing up for my skills with my coach. Um, And any team that would offer me a chance, I'm gladly, I would gladly, gladly accept. Um, So in terms of playing, yes, I'm playing, but playing as a trainee, playing as someone who is being coached. Unfortunately, because of COVID, we haven't been able to play tournaments, and again, at when I first came to the Bay Area, there was some difficulty. I admit, as a, as a woman trying to find cricket teams and cricket organizations that would uh, pick me up at, at the time, which was again around the summer of 2018, uh, none of the other organizations were willing to take on a woman and coach her up. Um, I will say that because I don't, ha- I didn't at the time have. Uh, many skills in cricket. I could play, but I wasn't a very skilled player. So I was looking for teams that could coach up a woman player, that would be willing to coach up a woman player in exchange for, you know, Facebook management, content management, extra recruiting, fundraising help, all of those things that I can that I can contribute and that I did have experience with for many years, um, but didn't receive any such luck. And after trying out many organizations, um, you know, seeing a, a large and just exemplary organization like the NCCA, I didn't even think to reach out to them because if these if these little guys won't even contact me or they won't take me up, how could the NCCA? And fortunately, they proved me wrong. Somebody finally told me just just contact them, um, and so I did. Again, this was near the end of 2019, and the NCCA has been more than gracious to welcome me into their organization. To match me up with coaches who can get me back up to speed on my playing, um, to have cricket clubs and teams that have supported me. Um, unfortunately, it's just that the following year was 2020, and so we weren't able to play any cricket. So um, yeah, well, that's
7: everywhere, um, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard yeah, to play in the COVID-19. Absolutely. Yes.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I yeah. in terms of. Playing on a team, I'm hopeful for the years to come, now that I've been coached back up, now that I have that skill level back up, that I'll be able to participate on a team
7: and play more. Um, But that is where I am at right now.
4: Mm -hmm. Okay. Is any of your
7: team going to Atlanta, Georgia in May? The tournaments are happening? Women's cricket, I'm talking about. You know, I'll have to double-check with that on you. Uh, As far as
9: I am aware, not yet, but I can, again, I can certainly follow
7: up with you on that, and
9: I'll let you know.
7: Okay. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, I wish you all the best and keep doing what you're doing. Proud of you again.
4: And I'm here in Tampa
7: with the Tampa um, uh, TPL, Tampa Premier League in Florida. And I'm coaching yeah, I'm coaching. I'm playing uh, all of the above. Just like what you are doing?
2: <laughs> and and you represented in India
7: as a ladies' captain. I represented India. Yes, I played uh wow. testmates for India. Yes, indeed. Yes. Well, that is incredible. Wow.
9: I well, Thank I, you. I am so thankful for your warm wishes. I'm honored. And you know, if I ever come by to Tampa, I know exactly who to look for. I know exactly who to play with.
7: Sure. <laughs> Most welcome. Thank anytime. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you very Thank much. Thank you That's
7: so it. much, guys. You guys have good evening, everybody.
2: <laughs> You're
8: welcome. You're welcome. Now, Audrey a Ready? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, okay. I I don't. Uh, just listening to um, Ms. Audrey, and I heard that uh, she, she's been Uh I'm wondering. Um, unfortunately for her right now i and got a ladies' team to play with, but um, what what do you specialize in, Are you an All rounder, off break, leg break, pace, or you know what wh- what do you really specialize in when you're being when you're being <laughs> coached?
9: My goal and my coach is his name is uh, Dastard. He is I mean the best coach. I have to give a shout out to him. I have to give yeah. him a huge kudos oh, 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 and, and thank again. You for all oh, it he's it done for me. Would you call uh, his name Dash
4: again? Dashrat. Coach uh,
9: Dash mm-hmm. um, uh I call we call him Coach Dash for short. But want to mm-hmm. give him a huge shout out because he has been fantastic in working with me and and the other students. I see him working with as well. He also he works uh, primarily with youth cricket. Um, he's a really he does a really phenomenal job of producing well-rounded players so he's really great at catching if someone's you know a a pace bowler yeah he's going to work with them and he's going to play to their strengths but he's still going to help them in their batting you know if someone's a really strong batsman that's fabulous and he's still going to make that person bowl and make sure that they get a little bit of bowling experience so a very great job at producing well-rounded players and that's what he's working on with me I definitely skew more heavily as a bat's woman, I'll say, Mm -hmm. a bat's woman. Um, And my favorite shot, a batter.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
9: Um, My my favorite shot is a pull shot. And, and, you know, makes total sense. That's the most similar to shot to baseball. That's where I have um, the most power and the strength come through. So when I get the chance to play those shots, those are always fabulous shots. But in terms of bowling, um he's working me up to become a leg spinner right now i think that's where oh. my bowling strength lies
1: so right more, or arm or left arm
9: Oh, right arm right arm okay oh. yeah more more to come on that 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 one's a little more challenging uh but work in progress most definitely so hopefully i'll have an update for you all once things start to open back up and i get a, a chance to to try that out
8: all right um um I don't know i miss I missed maybe that in the, in the opening remarks was because I came back late But how did you actually get involved if you did discuss that? I don't have to discuss the already how did you get involved in cricket in the first place?
9: Yeah, I mean we briefly discussed it, but the the mm-hmm. actual story is a little more interesting and i didn't I didn't touch on that very much in terms of my own introduction to cricket where i Um, as Jatin mentioned in the introduction, I am someone who I consider myself very culture savvy. I love studying different cultures and languages from around the world. And so my freshman year at the University of Southern California, I lived in the international house. And when you live on campus, you are required to take a meal plan and eat at the canteens, at the cafeterias within the university. And so There is one such uh, canteen right next to the International House. It also happened to be right next to the engineering school. Um, The other fun fact is that when you're an international student worker in the United States, if you're on a student visa, the only jobs that you can hold have to be university jobs. So who are working all of the jobs at these cafes and cafeterias? Well, they were mostly international graduate students studying engineering, which... In this case, there were many, many such students from India. So I would come every day, and I would see the same faces, these uh, international Indian students who were working in the cafe, and I befriended them. And at one point, we got close enough that while they were having lunch, they were on their lunch break, they invited me to join uh, two gentlemen and one woman. And these two gentlemen uh, were discussing very passionately something in Hindi that I couldn't okay. understand. And I asked the my female friend, I, I asked her, you know, what are they talking about? She said, Oh, they're just planning for some cricket match. <laughs> and the one of the gentlemen stops and he looks at me and he says, Are you free Friday? I said, Yeah. She's like, Great. Come to the field, wear red. Said, okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but okay. And they immediately go back to discussing and strategizing. And I turned back to my female friend and said, so how do you play cricket? And she was very passionate. She was like, no, I will not explain this to you here. This is way too complicated. You come on Friday and you will see. And uh, I, one of my other friend stopped and he was like, you know, reassuring, reassuring me. It's, it's kind of like baseball. It's like baseball. I'm like, okay. So I come to the field. I'm wearing red. Uh, my friend's team is there. All of the players are from various parts of India. Um, you know, and they, what they didn't tell me is that this match was the finals match for a semester long intramural tape tennis ball tournament. Um, so now the the ante is higher, right? I really got to be there to support my friends. This is the finals match. And what he also didn't tell me is that the team they were playing against was a visiting team. Um, at the time, USC had had difficulty recruiting enough players to fill the, the, all of the teams they needed in order in order to host this tournament due to waning interest. So we had um, visiting teams that would come by and would register to play, and it just so happened this visiting team had made it all the way to the finals. A very talented team, very competitive team, and everybody on this opposing team happened to be from Pakistan. Hmm. So you can imagine now the dynamic. It's the finals match. It's essentially an India versus Pakistan match. I'm sitting there with my friends and the Pakistani team is opening the batting. And I can't remember the exact score off the top of my head, but in this T20 match, uh, they scored over 200 runs. Um, it was a very, very high score. It was a very difficult score for my friend's team to chase. And here they go. My friend's team's second inning starts batting. We're losing wickets. We're not getting the shots that we need. We're not driving up the score. Um, nobody's cheering for them. We're also depressed about this other score our opposing team just posted. And I started learning the cheers in Hindi um, and shouting for my team, jumping up and down and shouting "Shabash, Shabash," which is a bravo or a well done
4: to those
9: who aren't familiar with <laughs> it.
7: Um, shabash, Shabash, loger um tike, you know, all all of these
9: different things to to cheer them on. It's okay, it's okay, tike, Um and, and it really changed the dynamic. Our team started picking back up. I think they felt motivated. Um, and it came down to this, where we had one of the best bowlers in Southern California. I mean, all of Southern California is bowling, very fast bowler. And who's on strike is a rookie who had performed well during, you could say, like the tryouts of the auditions before the season. But didn't really get a lot of plans to to, to play during our our season, and so we really didn't have a good read on on his full potential and skills. This is our setup. We have two balls to go, and in order to win, we require 12 runs.
1: Maximum. (sighs) Maximum,
9: maximum We are all sitting in this cold night Under bright white floodlights on the field Holding our breath Crossing our fingers Just praying, please, 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 please This guy is standing at the very far back end of the field Takes a long, fast run up Delivers the ball And what we didn't know at the time about our player on strike Is that he was ambidextrous this guy goes mm. in a right hand position, and just as the ball is delivered, switches hands and takes a reverse sweep, knocks the ball out of the park. Wow! I mean, we're <laughs> jumping, we're cheering, we're ah! <laughs>
1: we're going crazy. Mm-hmm.
9: Okay, sh- sh- sit back down, sit back down, sit back down. Hold your breath, cross your fingers, pray. One ball. <laughs> A bowler goes and must have delivered the exact same ball because our batsman, what does he do? Right hand position, switches to left hand. It's a reverse sweep and, and he spit out the park.
2: Oh wow! Hmm, pandemonium! man.
9: Pandemonium!
1: Absolutely pandemonium! They went
9: wild. They jumped the bleachers. They stormed the field. I mean, we're. A, 15 guys and four, four fans. If we can storm the field, I'll call it that, but storm the field, jumping up and down, shouting. It was, it was absolute joyful madness, and after that, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is what introduced me to cricket, and that is what um, got me interested. I mean, like I said, after that, I vowed that for the next semester, that was the last game of the semester, so when I came back, the next semester, I would visit every single game, um, and I would bring my camera because I just couldn't get enough. It was too exciting, too interesting, too strategic for me to miss out on.
2: Amen. Thank
5: you.
2: Dayton, it's you. all yours.
5: Jayton, over to you. Yes, so Audrey, good to hear a lot of story today. We didn't get a chance to talk about those uh uh, your background story. So glad to know what your interest is. I don't have any much question, but I will definitely ask you something which can help to keep your hobby. Because when a person involves in a cricket, normally the people carry two things. We call it a dream, or sometimes mm-hmm. the hope. What do you wish for in cricket. So I will ask you. One simple thing, if you get the opportunity to play or do well beyond playing on 22-yard pitch, I will say, any other role, what will be your dream or what will you wish for or what do you expect or what do you hope for, willing to do something for cricket like that?
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Well, you know, I, I have three wishes. Right, I, I guess I need like I need a, a genie lamp or something. I, <laughs> I, I, think, exactly I can grant you
5: two of them before you even start. How about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
9: you have you have my eyebrows raised and I'm scratching my chin mm-hmm. here. I'm I'm interested. <laughs> I like I like that's what I like to hear. But yeah, in terms of of two of those wishes, uh, or three those three wishes, I think the first one I would love is to uh, be able to represent the U.S. as a player on the U.S. national team, the U.S. uh, national women's team. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's something that, again, my coach is really striving for, is to coach me up and to coach anyone who comes this way for that sort of potential. So fingers crossed, right? But that would be an absolute dream, uh, to be able to represent my country in cricket, and provide an example for others who aren't familiar with cricket or maybe who are in youth programs and are just starting to learn about cricket, um, that, you know, there is a way forward that you can have really great role models and mentors and people coach you up and get you to that point. So that's, that's my personal wish. Um, When it comes for a second wish, I would say it would be with youth cricket. And that's again, because of the, program that's so near and dear to my heart, SCJCA or Southern California Junior Cricket Academy, uh, something that's different about this academy and I think not a lot of people realize is we use cricket as a vehicle to give at promised children in underserved communities extra opportunities that they can't get in other sports or that they haven't been able to receive from school programs, other extracurriculars, etc. cetera. Um, these kids have so much potential and they have so much to contribute um, to society. I mean, I mean, they're wonderful kids, but they just don't have the opportunity. So we use this program not necessarily to generate all-star cricketers, but to give these kids a chance to be their own all-stars, whether that's through cricket or whether that's cricket is going to impart on them the confidence to become a future business owner, Right or cricket is going to instill with them the leadership skills that they need to go on and become a team captain and go all the way to the national team. That's fabulous, but we're using cricket as a vehicle to give these kids opportunities. So I would love to see this program expand out of Compton and into inner cities and programs all across Southern California. We've, we've already impacted over 1,000 kids with this program. I'd love to see it impact thousands more. So that's my second wish. Um, and then, of course, my third wish, also very near and dear to my heart, is to expand um, the women's program, right, as a woman. Um, but it's especially something that I'd like to see, not only in the women's program, but in our cricketing programs in general, is to expand cricket to Americans who are not familiar with the program. Um, I think one of my biggest Critiques. If I had to give a critique of cricket in the United States, um, is that most of the players who come and play are expats and their children, and um, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's true. Thing. That's true. Um, but if we're trying to grow the program, we're going to need to get some sort of organic recruiting. We're going to need to recruit Americans at a young age um, and get them exposed to the program. And I don't think we've done a good enough job of doing that which is what stifled our growth is because we're just relying on uh, people to immigrate into the united states who have a cricketing background and that again for growth it's just not a reliable strategy so uh, in general in cricket but as well especially in the women's program i feel like cricket is a great sporting opportunities for or provides a great sporting opportunity for a lot of girls who don't get the chance to play in other big sports like american football Uh, There is no women's league or women's program for um, American football in the NFL, right? Uh, I mean, we're going crazy that we just had our first female umpire at the Super Bowl this year, right? Um, so, So cricket really offers that opportunity for women to get involved in sports, and I feel like to an extent, it's a little bit underserved here in the United States. And I would really like to grow that as well Um, in Northern California, in Southern California, in our youth. And if we can uh, have that chance, not only for the immigrants who come in and give them a chance to connect back to their culture, right, to connect back and meet other people, other immigrants and other children, that's fabulous. But if we can also grow the program organically so we can scale in the United States, I think that would be phenomenal. So Those are my three wishes. I know my third is kind of like a two-parter, but I think they go hand-in-hand together in terms of growing cricket in the U.S.
5: Well, as I said, I can grant you the first two wishes before you start. So you got it that way. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, the first woman team when USA played in Bangladesh in 2012, the first international qualifier, the (laughs) USA made the woman team from scratch. Let me repeat, from Mm. scratch.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They
5: trained from nowhere. Two coaches worked on it. Originally, it was a Lyndon Frasher from the New York side. He was also part of my academy side. He built the team and trained them in terms of the skills and technical part. Absolutely, we have a half dozen players ready to go from India or Caribbean like that. But it was way beyond that. And uh, don't forget We had a woman in that team over 50 years of age. So your first wish is granted. It all depends on what desire you bring to play cricket, how much you are committed. And uh, I think you made the right decision to attend that my first clinic as a coaching to begin with where uh-huh. you learned a lot of trade, how to be good at the cricket. And it's a good, lot of things if you look at the overall, the coaching in the U.S., the players are coming after a lot of expertise and experience in the playing field, and they're trying to become the coach. In my opinion, you're going American way. You're learning the trade first in coaching and putting in your own skills. It will definitely help you. Number two, mm-hmm. on the woman and youth, yes, that is also granted with It depends how much work you want to do, and I'll bring more opportunities to you. Compton is, you know that my probably I have visited Compton more than uh, anyone else if somebody is visiting out of California. No doubt because of David. I always visit when I'm in Anaheim or Los Angeles area to make sure that uh, I meet up with that as uh, the Junior ticket Program people to get along with mm-hmm. it. But the one mm-hmm. thing I will definitely say on the women's side is definitely we don't have that many women cricket coaches, just like players. And what you need to do is my suggestion is think about it. When you are capacity in the coaching as well as playing both, rather than you look for the team who can accept you, I will say you better build the team. It belongs yeah. to you. And you can find the plenty of girls in the area, right? And then build from there. And while this learning process, definitely you can go up in uh, coaching credentials to the next level. Absolutely. In a virtual training, you don't learn too much on the technical skill side. But if you go the next level, well, there's a field and practical session. That is the point all your insight can trigger in times of playing battle. So, by the way, say hello to Dasrat is a good old friend of mine. <laughs> I know him very well. I, I mean, so any coaches you talk in U.S., most of the people know me, period. <laughs> One way or another. Mm-hmm. But I have worked with a lot of coaches, and uh, good to hear you from uh, uh, today about your interests and all those, and we love to hear back on this radio. Believe it or not, we are open platform, non-for-profit. We are running this radio show for the last 10 years. Just one simple wow. interest is to promote the game, help the people around the world. We have the global outreach, and we like to provide this platform like Person Like You. And if you have something yeah. update in future and wants to pass the message to the community or fans or what exactly you're doing in California or in the U.S., come back again and we'll welcome you. So I will say that's all I have for. And uh, let's yes. hear from the President uh, Leon on closing remarks.
2: Yes, indeed. Shall I say Shaba, Audrey? Am I saying it right (laughs) (laughs) now?
5: Yes, Shaba. No, Sabah, Sabah has been so well done. Well done, well done. That's
2: what I'm saying. (laughs) She said she taught us that word.
1: Yes. Sabah is not
5: uh, thank you. You know, very 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 very
1: eloquent
5: too.
2: Yes, well done. Uh, Yes, many,
5: many
9: thanks, gentlemen. I I really appreciate and again it's the honor has been all of mine. Uh, Justin, I appreciate all of your guidance on those two wishes, granting those two wishes. I'm most certainly going to take it to heart. I know we have many talented women in the area um, who do play. I just haven't been able to make my way out to the East Bay yet. So I Mm. love the idea of being able to uh, form a team, if not join a team. So going to take that to heart. Gentlemen, each and every one of you brought wonderful questions, insightful questions. So Um, And and the fact that you've been doing this for over 10 years to grow the program is just phenomenal. So um, commendations to you, kudos to you all, shabash to you all as well. Um, And thank you so much for having me.
5: It's been a pleasure. The last thing I will say, Audrey, last thing I will say to you is stay confident. Believe in yourself. When I started my journey in 2008 to educate America through the cricket education, I was in a war situation in terms of getting help or support or anyone even willing to listen to you. That sort of environment I had. From that, I never quit, keep going. But I decided to go without expectation. That's the biggest thing. And the second line was widely open. Whoever needs me, I'll go extra mile to help them. And that is what within our power. And that is the reason my dream is here, just like the U.S. soccer. The, so women cricket need to be entirely under the woman. When I say entirely under the woman means starting from the administrators, starting from the selectors, coaching, their manager, their physio, the player, everything needs to be woman. Why? There is a reason behind it. You don't want to mix a gender situation here which is not helpful to have the player's confidence. And that is the reason U.S. women's soccer is leading the world right now because the philosophy behind that team, which we call it a team cohesion, which is coming off the field activity, not about playing 11. And that is the beauty. And to do that, rather than you like somebody else, I will say you can be a starting point and build from there, and the beauty will come.
9: I okay. definitely appreciate that guidance. Thank you, Jatin. Um, and thank you again all for having me.
2: Yes. And okay, you're right. welcome. And we just want to let you know that let this not be your last. And like Jatin said, you're free to be with us whenever you have some time and you want to explore some some information to the public, like your interview today is on our webpage that you can retrieve, and today's episode is available that you can go back and hear how you, how well you have done. And we uh, really and truly appreciate your taking the time out to be with us and all the panelists, on behalf of all the panelists, we want to say you wish you well, and hope that you may just move from strength to strength. Have a blessed evening and a wonderful career. Many
7: thanks.
4: Indeed.
2: Godspeed. Godspeed as well. So, Audley, why don't you send us all home in glory, man? You've got some special <laughs>
3: things to do. He's going to do that. Sounds, Audley, sounds. Is, is, yes, indeed.
8: Audley, it Audley. Like... Uh, uh, oh, uh, I know Audrey yeah. is, very close, Aud- know Audrey oh, is yes. very close to Audrey. I <laughs> know so <she's>, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, A-U-D yes. yes. Audrey is very close to Audrey. So she, A U D R E Y, A U D L E Y, E Y, Audrey. Yeah. All right. So we have um, enjoyed another wonderful cricket show uh, this evening. Of course, a special guest, Miss Audrey, and um, big celebration for the man Surviv, Viv, um, greatest of, the, of them all, of course. And um, we had a little interruption, but um, got over the hiccup and we're back on the air. So just want to say to everyone, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, remember, we are still not completely over the COVID situation, so still sanitize and lights and, um, and be very careful. Keep, up. yeah, keep wear wear a mask and follow the protocols. i are going to say, and uh, we'll be back here, God willing, next Sunday. Uh, evening at 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock when we'll do it all over again but before uh, Tuesday evening um, Tuesday evening five fifty five o'clock to 7 you can join Mr. Francis when he hooked up with uh, Andrew Mason, Mason out of Barbados and, yeah, and Mason and Guest and Saturday mornings also Ivor Henry on the morning entertainment program from 9 until 12 noon so keep tuned Stay tuned with us, and remember, you can go back in the archives, and you can get it all on blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. So see you next week, God willing. Have a great week. Good night, guys.
3: Good night.
2: Ditching, victory for the Caribbean. Give us some thumbs up.
1: <laughs> for ten long years, we ruled the cricket world. But down here, just a thing in the armor Is enough, enough to lose a friend Some of the old generals have retired and gone And the runs don't come as it did before But when the two says so, don't you know the desert means come we lost the battle, but yet we will I'm going rise again like a wreck. Michael Holding was in the heat of the battle. Michael to the left long time, I heard an angry brother sound. Caribbean man, that that, that, that is the root of our trouble. Oh, in these tiny letters of conflict and confusion, better known as the eyes of the West Indies. We already know who brought us here and created so i